Now broadcasting from the Next Gen Conservative Studio in sunny South Florida. Bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield. Well, good evening, folks, and welcome to tonight's episode of the Whitfield Report. Very special uh, episode of the show. Um, It is debate night, and hold on, I'm just checking. Yep, we are, in fact, live. Uh, it is Wednesday night. It is debate night uh, for the GOP primary. However, ladies and gentlemen, it is also uh, an interesting evening because uh, Tucker Carlson will be interviewing Donald J. Trump, President Donald J. Trump, who has decided not to... Uh, participate in the GOP primary debate. Uh, I don't know if Tucker's going to be interviewing him live. I don't think that's the case. I think this was pre-recorded. Um, but anyway, and yes, I realized that Max uh, and Shmuley are not here uh, yet, but I decided to, uh, you know, start the show and get it going anyway. Um and I will just uh, banter with the chat for a bit. So uh, first off, hello to Morpheus, who is in the chat. Hope you're doing well, sir. Very happy to have you uh, here as always. And it should be an interesting evening. Um, hope you're doing well. Now, before uh, Max and Shmuley get in here I just want to say off the bat uh, I'm not really surprised that Trump and Tucker are doing this uh, interview at the same time as the GOP debate there was actually speculation uh, on Twitter or I guess it's called X now uh, regarding this there was speculation that Tucker was going to be interviewing uh, Trump during the debate and I don't really like to go on with speculation on stuff like that when it comes to politics because you just don't know what's going to happen right but it seemed like it was a pretty safe assumption and uh, you know as it turns out uh, you know those of us who kind of thought it were proven right in the end. Now, people have asked, well, Sam, why why would Trump and Tucker Carlson do this? And on Tucker's end of things, the answer is pretty simple, actually, right? So here are my thoughts on it, right? Uh, Tucker Carlson, back in February or early March of this year, 
was unceremoniously, uh, you know, his contract was essentially terminated uh, by Fox News and he was let go unceremoniously. Tucker Carlson was also the lead show on Fox News for a number of years. And like or like him or not, he was arguably the biggest show in primetime cable news ratings overall across the board. He was. Like him or not, he pulled numbers. And not just in the uh, baby boomer demographic, but he was pulling younger people too. People who, you know, ranging from 20-something to ages, you know, 50, who don't really watch cable, you know, who don't really watch cable anymore, let alone cable news, um, because he was just that engaging. You know, so like or not, he was, you know, he brought a younger, fresher demographic to cable news in general. When Fox terminated Tucker, not only did they lose him, but they also lost his audience, right? And they lost a sizable portion of the people who would otherwise watch the network. I mean, let's be honest. Fox News's, you know, main demographic, the people who watch them are ages 65 and up. And even that's generous because my parents, who are both in their 60s, you know, a lot of older people are getting more technically savvy, right? And more of them are getting on the internet and discovering platforms like Rumble and like uh, X and even, you know, yes, YouTube. But, you know, cable news is not the dominating force even for, you know, the baby boomer or even elderly demographic, right? That's starting to change now. So... You know, really, Fox News's demographic, if we're being serious now, is more like 70, you know, plus. Um, you know, just because of the of the internet, right? So, um, you know, they, they've pretty much lost the younger demographic Fox News has. Uh, Tucker Carlson, like him or not, is getting millions of hits on his, uh, you know, he's getting millions of hits on his video uh, podcasts that he's doing on X. Some of them are getting, you know, millions of views. You can see the analytics on his uh, videos. I, I think... You know, his first couple podcasts got over a million. Agree or disagree with him, he is an influence. He is a part of the, of the you know, public conversation in America. I would argue 
that he is Rush Limbaugh's true heir apparent in the sense that he, uh, you know, he pulls the same, he pulls the same uh, numbers that Rush did, right? Rush Limbaugh at his peak got 15 million listeners daily on the radio at a time when AM, when, you know, he was the king of AM radio. Um, and yeah. Uh, Morthy says 10, nine right now on the Trump interview. Okay. So it has started then. Uh, let me go. to X and start it. Um, I'm I'm waiting for uh, you know Max and company to get here. Uh, okay, there's the uh, there it is. Okay, this thing is pre-recorded, I guess, so we don't need to, uh, I guess we kind of can wait for Max and uh, company to start. I, I do want to get them uh, in here, and we will have a, uh, a panel, uh, you know, so to speak, but um, yeah, as I was saying, Rush Limbaugh got 15 million listeners per day on his radio show during a time when AM radio was, you know, basically it because podcasting didn't exist. And people often forget, as I've mentioned, that even during the early years of podcasting, when I started, remember, uh, in 2008, remember, podcasting, although it's been around for a while as a format, wasn't really, uh, you know, a thing really until 2015, right? Like it was, it was around, but it wasn't part of the, of the vernacular really until, uh, 2015. So that is, uh, you know, it's always, it's always been here. All right, let me uh, let me share the stream out. Um, okay. Um, so hold on a second. I yeah, you see, usually I have Max and. Uh, Shmuley here, but I'm soloing it right now. And uh, I also, I'm using my phone as my uh, camera. So, uh, yeah, that's that. But yeah, um, I'll. I'll give the guys a few minutes uh, to get in here. 
maybe I... I don't know if either of them check their Twitter DMs. Uh, so... I, I did send them the link beforehand, or at least I thought I did. Um, so... Let's see here. Um, anyway, let me just make sure that they have the link to join and then we'll, we'll continue. Um, By the way, Apex Gamma might be uh, joining us later on in the uh, show. The former co-host of the Whitfield Report. He'll probably be joining us later on in, in the program, depending on how long this thing uh, goes. So, yeah. All right, let me um. All right. So, one other thing I want to get to. So, we are going to, uh, you know, mainly cover the Tucker Carlson uh, and Trump thing tonight. But, um, I do want to touch on the GOP debate briefly. Because I still do think it is worth talking out a little bit. Um, and, uh, mainly I think the thing that we're all going to be watching for here tonight is what v Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, does on stage, right? That, that's going to be the main, uh, thing. How do Vivek Ramaswamy and, uh, Ron DeSantis do. Those are going to be the two people to focus on on the GOP primary debate. Other than that, though, I don't think people really care. Uh, Mike Pence is a no factor in this uh, conversation. He will probably try and bring up his connection to uh, President Trump at one point, but, you know, he's not going to go in there. Um, you know, in all, in all the other candidates, really, uh, 
I mean, let's be let's be honest, folks. It's going to be the it's going to be the Trump and Vivek show uh, for the the GOP primary. Let's be honest. DeSantis had a chance, but as Max and I have talked about ad nauseum on the show before, he fucking blew it uh, big time. Um, and so he, you know, he's a non, he's a non-factor now, uh, pretty much. So, and, uh, let's see, trying to, still trying to get a hold of a few people, but, uh, if we don't get a hold of, uh, Max and Shmuley in a few minutes, I'm starting the, uh, the Tucker Carlson thing anyway, and uh, hopefully they'll pop on, you know, once we get that started. So, but here's how I think it's going to happen, right? My Here's my prediction for the uh, GOP primary as a whole leading up to the general, right? Now, you know, obviously things can change, right? But the way I see it, ladies and gentlemen, Trump is going to get the nomination unless he goes to, uh, you know, unless he goes to uh, prison, uh you know, and gets con and gets convicted, uh, he'll still he'll you know he'll he'll be the nominee, right? I think the question with Vivek Ramaswamy, right? And we we've talked this. It seems like he's either gunning for a cabinet position, or potentially as a VP position, right? I think Trump Ramaswamy on the ticket right now, that's what I'm going for. I know people have said that Carrie Lake would be a good choice, but I don't know if Carrie Lake wants the VP ticket at this point. It seems like Vivek does. And out of all of the people uh, that are kind of in the GOP field right now, um, Trump seems very favorable of uh, of uh, Vivek right now. So that's going to be my position going forward. It'll be Trump and Vivek 2024. That's my ticket prediction. And uh, yeah, so, all right, folks. Um like I said, I don't know if uh, if Max and Shmuel are coming, but I think I'm going to start this. Uh, you know, I'm going to start this uh, interview for you guys, and we'll see. Uh, you know how this uh, plays out. So let me. Uh, Let me uh, start the, let me share the screen here. 
And uh, okay. There we are. Okay, so uh, let's go ahead and start playing this and hopefully we'll get some people to jump on. Mr. President, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Why aren't you at the Fox News debate tonight in Milwaukee? Well, you know, a lot of people have been asking me that, and many people said you shouldn't do them, but you see the polls have come out, and I'm leading by 50 and 60 points. And, you know, some of them are at one and zero and uh, two. And I'm saying, do I sit there for an hour or two hours, whatever it's going to be, and uh, get harassed by people that shouldn't even be running for president? Should I be doing that? Uh, and a network that isn't particularly friendly to me, frankly. You know, they, uh, they were backing Ron DeSanctimonious like crazy, and now they've given up on him. I mean, he's, it's a lost cause. It's reminded me very much of 2016. You know, in 2016, I went through the same stuff and had to fight them all the way, and then they became very friendly after I won, or just about when I was winning. But I just felt it would be uh, more appropriate not to do the debate. I don't think it's uh, right to do it. Uh, if you're leading by 50, 60, I have one poll, I'm leading by 70 points, and I'm saying, why am I doing it? And I'm going to have eight people, 10 people, whoever made the debate, I don't know how many it is, but I'm going to have all these people screaming at me, shouting questions at me, all of which I love answering, I love doing, but it doesn't make sense to do them. So uh, I've taken a pass, as it's, you probably noticed. Well, I, I did. <laughs> I'm grateful that you did. Um, it's interesting, though, because you spent a lot of your career in television. Yeah. You would a top show in television on NBC, um, but you don't feel the need now running for president to do television, obviously. Do you think television is declining? Well, according to a poll that I guess we just saw, it just came out where it's down like 30, 35 percent. But I think they were talking referring to cable. I think cable's down because it's lost credibility. MSNBC or, as they say, MSDNC is so bad. It's so wrong what they write and what they do and what they say. It's, you know, it's fake news, as I said. I think I came up with that term. I hope I did, because it's a good one. It's not tough enough anymore. It's corrupt news. You know, really what you do is call corrupt news, but somehow that doesn't play as nicely. But uh, it is corrupt news. So you have uh, MSNBC and you have CNN, who's absolutely doing no ratings at all. I mean, they're dead. But they're doing none because they don't have credibility. They really don't have credibility. Fox is way down, as you know. And uh, the good old days are, are long ago. I will say this. Uh, it could come back, but they, have, they just don't have a lot of credibility. Tucker, you know that perhaps better than anybody. I think it was a terrible move getting rid of you. You were number one on television, and all of a sudden you're, we're doing this interview, but we'll get bigger ratings using this crazy forum that you're using than probably... Uh, probably the debate or competition. When you, when you say there are people on stage who shouldn't be running for president, who do you mean? So I'm just going to pause here every once in a while um, 
to add commentary to this. But, you know, Trump is absolutely right what he's, uh, you know, saying here. You know, cable news is down primarily because of the untrustworthiness of all this, uh, you know, BS. And, uh, you know, it, it is... Corrupt news is a good phrase. They're no longer, you know, just fake news. They're corrupt. I mean, they they vote the the drive-by media, as Rush used to like to call them. They've always been corrupt. They've always been in the pocket of the establishment politicians, and that's just the way things are going. So, yeah. Um. And Jed, uh, I added you to the. Uh, I added you to the uh, group chat for invites to come on, man. So uh, you should have that link. I don't know if you were able to fix your thing for uh, for uh, Streamyard. Oh, and Max is uh, joining us. Um, so just wanted to get him on here. So, uh, Hey Max, can you hear me? I, cer I certainly can. <laughs> good, good evening, sir. So, um, sorry, I, I had to start the show without you, but, uh, the good news is this interview with Trump is pre-recorded and, uh, Anyway, uh, before we continue too much on, uh, do you have any predictions, uh, Max, for uh, the debate tonight or uh, how the prime? I, I don't know if you've heard any of the show at all. But I, I, I was out running. What happened was um, I come across a, a car accident, right? And I'm out there running on, you know, on the sidewalk side of the road. And I'm like thinking, I'll just go on the other side of the street, right? And the cops will probably just let me run by. No. No, they made me go through the detour. So I had to run an extra like mile and a yeah. half. So I was a little late. But, you know, uh, as far as the debate uh, of the people who will be on stage there, Ramaswamy is going to kind of probably win. And the reason yeah. I say that is he's the most... Uh, experienced in a debate setting at talking to like normal people um he knows better he, he's better at moderating his message coming off as believable because he kind of is um those things he's just gonna win any debate on except maybe with trump and but trump wins the debate by not showing up and then like cucking their programming right well <laughs> and and as we uh you know, I, I'm sure you saw my poll. Like, so I had this whole thing. I I had this whole. I I set the stream up at 10 a.m. this morning, and I was all set to stream the GOP primary. And then uh, a prediction that I made of, of you know about a week ago on Twitter came true, which was that Tucker was going to uh, you know, was so my whole thing. I don't know if you got my monologue, but. I'm not surprised that this happened because, right, when you and Smooley no. joined the Whitfield Report team, that was the same month 
that uh, Fox canned uh, Tucker. Right, right. And so about a week ago, I had started to hear speculation that uh, that Tucker and Trump would, you know, do something, you know, concurrent with the debate. And I said that it would make sense because Fox News is hosting the debate. And, you know, Tucker's not like an overtly aggressive guy, but this is kind of his way of. But, uh, they, but they both, him and Trump, have a bone to pick with Fox News. Right. And so to me, it makes perfect sense that Tucker would do this as like a as kind of like a, you know. Now, do you think that Trump shows for the rumble debate? Uh, well, Rumble is streaming the the GOP debate. That was initially where I was going going to go. Right, right. But they have another like a non Fox News one coming up. That's like a Rumble exclusive. I'm pretty uh, sure the second debate is a Rumble debate. That's why it would be interesting if he showed up to that, but not Fox News is all. Himself. I, you know, I could see Trump doing that. Uh, I'll start. I'll start the Trump interview over. But one thing that he said is that like legacy media is dying, uh, and that's another point. An- another point I made, just to kind of recap. Oh, is... you you don't have to start it over on my account either. The listeners heard it, so you know we could. Uh, yeah, we can get through it. You'll you'll catch on pretty quick. But essentially, what I was saying is, I think Tucker is the heir apparent to Rush Limbaugh, in the in the sense that uh, you know. Rush pulled 15 million listeners daily when he, you know, when he was on AM radio, when AM radio was the format, you know, of well, talk, it's, basically. It's simple. Tucker is the now the populist guy on the right, which, right. which Rush held that throne uh, the whole time he was broadcasting, basically, uh, with rare, where anybody ever challenged for that throne, right? But unfortunately, the king, uh, the king is dead, you know, long live the king kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, where Tucker, he didn't get that position. He wasn't like it wasn't like anybody said, hey, this is going to be our guy. He's just the guy a lot of regular people trust. On yeah. The but but well, and the left hates it. He drives the left absolutely fucking batshit insane. Yeah. And I mean, but and I mean. And so did Rush in his day. So yeah, well, and I mean, even even James even James Golden, you know, Bo Snerdley, who was Rush's producer, said that Tucker has a lot of the same quality as qualities as far as presentation and even you know the sense of humor uh, that Rush, you know, brought well, the, to brought the, to the airway. The thing that the left hones in on uh, Tucker with their like uh, parody of him. Is that he always asks questions and sounds like, uh, you know, he's kind of uh, just always asking a question or, or trying to insinuate something more. Uh, and that drives them crazy. And so they hate him for it. Uh, the- and, and that he laughs when he says some of it because it's so absurd. That's but they don't get that's exactly why people like him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I even I even wrote one of my monologues, you remember like Tucker, and that was that was one of our like that was actually one of our like lo- uh biggest like episodes. So but um 
anyway, so I know that like Morpheus and people want me to get back to the Trump thing, but I just kind right, of wanted right. to bring you up to speed. That's um, what I figured, and I figured they won't they won't want to go back. They want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So this this is really good though. So far, I think I, I think you'll enjoy this, and we're only right. Right. I'm I'm gonna. I'm going to add as minimal commentary as I can. We, we will pause because, uh, you know, mm -hmm. to do fair use, but uh, yeah. We, we, well, we I don't do want to hear what he's saying. Yeah. Really use names, but it wouldn't matter too much. A guy like, uh, I call him Ada Hutchinson. It's Asa, but I call him Ada. Uh, what do you I call him Ada? Know, I, you know, I could tell you, but I don't want to get myself in a little trouble. But he's weak and pathetic, and he was, uh, I never understood the guy, I never knew him. He was the governor of Arkansas, I did not a very popular guy. I don't know how he, but that state is such a great state. The people are so incredible yes. in that state, and they love me and I love them. How does this guy get elected governor of Arkansas? But he's nasty always and uh, has been. Uh, a guy like Chris Christie, the guy left with a 8%, think of it, 8% approval rating in New Jersey. Now he's running for president. And he runs solely on the basis, oh, let's get Trump. Let's get, he's like a savage uh, uh, maniac. He's like a lunatic. And that's all he talks <laughs> about. His poll numbers are very, very low. He's about 2%. What's he like? You know him well. No, I've, had, I've been friendly with him over the years, but I couldn't give him a, a job because I just never trusted him very much. Uh, I was just never one of his people that really trusted him. I never gave him the job. And that's one of the reasons he feels so hurt and so betrayed. And I understand that. I really do. I understand it. But I never gave him. You know, he wanted to be different things. He was looking at different uh, elements of the administration. And we decided, uh, I decided just, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do it. And now I'm glad I did because you see, but you know, we had some, some great people. I had great people. We'll have even better people if we do this because now I know Washington before I didn't know Washington. But guys like Bill Barr were terrible. I mean, they were, I would say, bushies. Uh, I say that with respect to the Bush family, but they were Bushies, and uh, just it doesn't work out for us. We it was clear. This is kind of far afield, but it was just interesting. I read Barr's account. Real quick, uh, I just want to note that we might have some people, uh, you know, coming in to join us on stream uh, too. Uh, Jed Revenwolf, who I do the Friday show with, might be joining, but we'll keep uh, playing this. Uh, yeah, so far so good, though, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't even count all the insults of all the people on stage. He's, we, I, we got the debate insults just kind of compact into one question there. Yep, I, I, I did not expect him to start with Asa, Asa Hutchinson or Ada, but that, that's perfect. So, um, yeah of his time he wrote a book about it right uh his autobiography and in it he lies about jeffrey epstein's death clearly lies uh, do you do you think epstein killed himself sincerely i don't know I, I will say that you know he was a fixture in palm beach yeah uh i don't know what Barr said about it either i have no idea what he said what did he say he killed himself probably he said he killed like... himself and that they were going to do this investigation they never did the investigation it's never been yeah. public well, and did. they hid it and like why are they doing that he and clearly do... Barr knew but why would bill Barr be covering up the death of jeffrey epstein uh, bill Barr didn't do an investigation on the election fraud either okay he said he did and he pretended he did but he didn't uh, uh, mcswain the u.s attorney in pennsylvania philadelphia uh, said Barr, Barr just wouldn't let him do it. It was crazy. 
Barr became so petrified, so frightened of being impeached. They were going to impeach him. I don't know if you remember it. Yeah. It's not a big moment in history. But they said, we're going to impeach. You know, they play a much rougher game than the left, the lunatics. And they were going to impeach Bill Barr. And he was petrified. Now, how do you not get impeached? Don't do any of this stuff. But he didn't do the job there. Uh, I don't know what he did with Epstein, but possibly he do didn't. Do you think do it's that. possible that Epstein was killed? Oh, sure, his... it's possible. I, I mean, I don't really believe. I think he probably uh, committed suicide. He had a life with, you know, beautiful homes and beautiful everything. And he, uh, all of a sudden, he's incarcerated and not doing very well. I would say that he did, but there are those people. There are many people. I think you're one of them, right? But a lot of people think that he. Uh, he was killed. He knew a lot on a lot of people. He was killed. You I think, think so? I think the, more, the closer you look, I'm not a conspiracy person at all. I believe everything I hear. Uh, but yeah, the, the closer you look into it, I mean, the Attorney General of the United States, your Attorney General, yeah. clearly lied about the Epstein death. Yeah, and he was. Why? He was uh, certainly, it wasn't well done. They had no cameras, they had no anything, everybody was sleeping, and you know, there, the, a case could be made. Look. <laughs> I'm not going to get involved in it, but I can tell you, a case could be made either way, but uh, it certainly wasn't the most well-run place. So, so the reason I'm asking you is I'm looking at the trajectory since 2015 when you got into politics, yeah. you know, for real, and then won. Uh, there, it started with protests against you, massive protests, right. organized protests by the left, and then it moved to impeachment twice, right. and now indictment. I mean, the next stage is is violence. Is, are you worried that they're going to try and kill you? Why wouldn't they try and kill you, honestly? Uh, they're savage animals. They are people that are sick, really sick. You have great people in the Democrat Party. You have great people that are Democrats. Most yeah. of the people in our country are fantastic, and I'm representing everybody. I'm not just Republicans or conservatives. Right. I represent everybody. I'm the president of everybody. But I've seen what they do. I've seen the lengths that they go to. When they make up the Russia, 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 when that's exposed and they go down and Barr should have gone after them and other people should have gone after. And they did very late because the Durham report came out. It was fairly good. It could have been a lot tougher, I guess, but it was fairly good. But it explained how corrupt it was. Uh, I'll tell you who did a great job was the Inspector General Horowitz. He did a phenomenal report. You didn't have to go to Durham. He did it on Comey and on... I, I just want to interject. The reason why I'm laughing is because... All these people are saying, oh, Trump's not eloquent. He's not polished. He's not, you know, he's not a good speaker. This is one of the best, I think, in recent mem memory at least. Uh, I mean, Trump sounds polished right now. Well, he's... that right there answer about Epstein in particular is yeah. uh, you can tell that's how somebody really feels. He's like. Well, yeah, I think that he's a dirtbag that probably killed himself because he lost all his fancy fucking toys. But there's enough there for me to say, yeah, we should look into this. If they if they didn't look into it properly, that's messed up. Like, that's a reasonable response that a normal person would have. Yeah. Like, um... I don't think I don't think there's anything there, but there's enough people and enough fucking room for question that let's take a look. Yeah, I mean that that that's kind of a that's kind of a reasonable answer, and I mean I I think I think the I think the the corporate media is going to have a real tough time 
because obviously they want to know they they kind of want the answer of oh Trump's a conspiracy theorist and Trump's kind of like eh I think he killed himself but I think people have the right to ask the question so um, right and then Tucker just looked him dead in the eye and said yeah he definitely killed him he definitely was killed right and and yeah I'm you could tell Trump believes Tucker believes that yeah um yeah, it was an interesting exchange to to watch the measured response that Trump had there. He, yeah. he probably would get more props from his base if he just said, oh, yeah, he definitely 100 percent didn't kill himself. And we are going to find out who did it. Yeah. But, but that wouldn't be him being honest. Well, because, and, and... because Trump's honest response is he doesn't think that. But let's take a look. Yeah. And well, and that's the other point I want to bring up, too, is like. It would it would be easy. It would be so easy for Trump to just, you know, say like, yeah, Epstein, you know, just to get brownie points and fire and fire up the base. Right. And this and the one thing that like the the one thing that uh, the left likes to say is, oh, Trump will do anything to dupe his, you know, supporters. Uh, you know, he'll say whatever to get, you know, elected or whatnot. But, you know. That wasn't the most popular thing he could have said to answer that question. Right. His face. Yeah. I would, I would actually predict that he's going to get some pushback from, you know, from people on people that. who that's their one issue. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I think most people, it's kind of like I say about the vaccines thing. Well, whatever I think about the vaccine, if I'm not for forcing it on you, then we're on the same side. Right. Right. It's the same thing here. He thinks, in, and I kind of agree with him, that the idea of this wealthy, uh, predatory pedophile seeing his whole life crumble around him, killing himself, is not that far-fetched at all. Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't think it's... But, but he also pointed out there was the camera problem, there's the sleeping guards, there's all this going on. So yeah. it's no wonder, like, even if there is nothing untoward about it he just did kill himself right that's the answer well it's no wonder everybody's asking questions about it anyway yeah you know and and so there is enough there to ask some fucking questions and though i i said it's plausible i don't know because i wasn't there and any bit of evidence i've so-called evidence i've seen related to it is a bit sus yeah i uh i mean i think I think that's kind of, you know, a, a fair point. My my position on the whole Epstein is, I mean, yes, he could have been killed. But, I mean, at, at this point in the game, because it's been a few years, what would it really, what would it really matter? He's, he's dead, kind yeah. of. Well, but John McAfee didn't kill himself, and I fucking will die on that hill. Yeah, I mean that John, John Mac. Like you want to talk about Epstein? I know how serious people get about Epstein. Okay, and, and but like that aside for a second, John McAfee did not fucking kill himself. I yeah, no. State that emphatically for the record, he yeah, did no. not kill himself. A Apex and I uh, went over that. You know, went over that back when that happened, and yeah, we we. We both came to the conclusion that, uh, you know, that did not happen. We also came to the conclusion, and we were both right about this, that um, 
you know, the, the Epstein thing is like the fun, popular conspiracy to, you know, because it's, it's Jeffrey Epstein and it, when Jeffrey Epstein died, it got a lot of press. So it was kind of like a conspiracy theory that the normies could, you know, glom onto just like, you know, just like aliens and shit like that. But none of the normies, uh, which is what's good about it, you know. Talk if you about... ask me, it, it, the the reason that that's good is that it gets them. They're usually not as questiony of the government, right? See, I I don't agree with a lot of the conspiracy theories that are out there, but I find them fascinating. But what I find to be the most important part of them, and why I don't like discourage them or want them to go away or want people to be punished for spreading them is uh because it sows distrust of the government which i think is the like the basis of the whole uh foundational philosophy of this country is that you shouldn't trust the government yeah well it get it gets people no it gets people thinking yeah no and i and i agree with you on that All, all i'm saying is it's is apex and i also you know said back then that that it's it's interesting that everyone's talking about epstein but nobody except for those like us who are on the internet and kind of on the know no no one really even knows who john mcafee is let alone that's a shame because he was uh he was a hell of a ride i have a folder still because when he ran in 2020 i decided that it would be very funny uh to do like memes for him so i have a whole bunch of john mcafee 2020 memes i made that are like way too edgy you know uh about him like the whale fucking and um just the stupid shit he did and said over the years but by the way like he didn't really fuck whales i just want to put that out on the record john mcafee didn't kill himself also didn't fuck whales yeah so um because that would kill you yeah because who believed that why would you believe him he's a troll real real quick uh in chat jed i i i did send you the link in uh in your uh dms so hopefully you can get on uh i, I got i got you I'll, I'll, I'll repost it for him uh hey, hey, care of Anus man asks if he's missed anything, eh, a, f- a few things, but not, you know, not that much. It's a pretty easy to jump in. You missed about so. as much as you would miss if you missed what? 10 minutes of Trump. Yeah. So like that's they're like not anything, but a lot of things at the same time. Yeah. So we're, we're you know, we're just having fun tonight. It's it's casual. So. Well, we're not uh, gonna we're not gonna outdraw either of these things, right? <laughs> they, both of them took our time slot, bro. Come on. Yeah. Well, but but it but it's but it's easy because we literally had to do no show prep this week. This is the Based. show prep. Yeah. Like I make fun of people who just watch streams. You know, we all we all know who some of those people are because we make fun of them. But you know. It, this is a rare exception of yeah, stream we, sniping. We never react. We never do react shit to shit because that's a fucking that's a lazy trick for people that don't know what they're doing. But the but every, and so every, today we'd be lazy. Yeah, 
it yeah today would be lazy well yeah and plus like max said anything that we do is anything that we do is going to get overshadowed by both events right which is why you don't want to try hard when you're yeah. programmed up against both trump and tucker and the gop primary debate you kind of just phone it in yeah so <laughs> but we still got one on the books tonight we do i'm and sure it'll be good. a fan favorite in 20 years they'll be quoting this i'm sure Plus, we might get, you know, a reunion of sorts later. Apex might be coming back. Uh, so that would be nice. fun. I guess McCabe. And so uh, anyway, let's let's continue on with the Trumpster here. The Donald. Some others. And it was a vicious horror. It was basically a true report how bad they are. But these people are sick people. These are people that... Uh, I think they hate our country. You want to know the truth. When you see open borders, when you see these policies that they have, and so many other things, it's so sad to see. You know, we have a country that's very fragile right now. I've never seen, I, I will say, look, uh, I ran in 16, which was 15, but I ran in 16, election in 16, and there was tremendous spirit. Uh, in 20, there was even more spirit. We got many millions of, we got millions and millions more votes. You know, it wasn't even a contest. People said, well, what do you think of 20? I said, we did much better. We did. You got to base it on the number of votes. We got many more votes in 20 than we did in 16. But the election was rigged. It was a rigged election. But, and with COVID, they use COVID to cheat in a lot of different things. And we have so much on it. It's like so easy. But we had judges that didn't want to look. We had people didn't want to get involved. They, say, they, they called you, you, he's a conspiracy theorist if you say anything about the election. But I have never seen spirit like there is right now. Even coming down here, just at the people on the road that are just absolutely going crazy. And the reason is, I think they like me and I, I know they love my policies. I hope they like me too. You know, a lot of people say they don't like me, but they like my, I think they like me. But... I have never seen spirit like it is right now. And the reason is because crooked Joe Biden is so bad. He's the worst president in the history of our country. I don't think he's going to make it to the gate, but, you know, you never know. Real quick, couple of things. Uh, Wolverine Snicked has joined the panel, so welcome, sir. Hey, guys. Also, also uh, Biden fucking... Hey, I under I understand what Hawaiians are going through because I almost lost my '67 Corvette uh, 15 years ago. You know, in a mild house fire. For for fuck's sake! Uh, it's literally the same thing, right? Yeah. A anybody who's lost a '67 Corvette knows that you know it's equal to losing a child. Yeah, guys, you know, I'm coming in. I, I I don't know if I'm completely being ironic though, because a '67 vet, if I had one, I would probably love it like a child. So maybe I don't know. Maybe we're being a little too harsh on him for that one. Uh, well, Wolvie, you're coming in, in fine. Um, so yeah, yeah. Speaking of the Maui shit, um, and Biden, I watched a video of Biden falling asleep after he made that ridiculous analogy. Um. I've been doing a lot of uh, data mining and finding a lot of leaked videos out of Maui. And um, 
it's very possible the the death toll is higher than 9/11. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I well, we don't really know what's going on in Maui because there's yeah. kind of been... well, it's a blackout and yeah. they won't get in the media. Right, and, and, and the buck and the buck stops on his desk, so blaming, blaming him for it is completely reasonable. I know, like his defenders would be like, "Oh, this was an act of God." Yeah, but the response to it is his fucking responsibility. Well, so many other actors going on right now, other than Biden, that are in Maui, that it's very sus. I mean, it's your um, current sheriff there was the ground coordinator during the um, Vegas shooting back in 17. And he brought his second in charge with him to run the police force in Maui. And they're recently hired. And he and their sheriff is also the coroner. Well, that, that's that's not that uncommon. Yeah. But it's anyways. Um, who cares about commonality when we're looking at the fact that you're seeing these videos coming out? Um, well, I do, you... I do because I'm I'm a skeptic of of conspiracy type stuff, so I do. Like that, that's important. That's, that's, that, that's fine. But like to, to point it, if you're pointing something like that out to make a narrative that like, okay, this is sauce but it's actually something that's very common. It kind of makes me doubt like everything. You understand? Uh, no, I don't. Cause I'm very logical thinking. Okay. So, well, like uh, if, if, if there, if there's like, I don't know how many counties there are in America, let's say. Right. But if like 30 to 40% of them, the coroner was also the sheriff, you, you would say, well, okay, but that's a normal thing. Why are you even pointing it? Or out when you ask the sheriff, how many are pronounced? And he's like, Hey, we can't get into those when you're literally watching videos of guys in Maui posting them going, Hey, we, there's people dead sitting in their vehicles, you know? Right. And, but, but there's a procedure to how you uh, notify the correct, public of the, that. Correct. But, but there's nobody notify when the entire families are dead. Yeah. Right. That's, that's the problem. You have to find the next of kin. Well, yeah, well, the, the other like the legally, other... like, like you have to understand legally, they are required to make a visceral attempt to find the next of kin to notify. And if the whole family died, then that's going to be pretty difficult, especially during an emergency. And if they don't notify the next of so, kin, then, then legally, hold on, hold on, then legally, they... they're not allowed to announce the names of a victim or what yeah, happened to legal, them. When you, when you say legality, you're, you're talking about their system. So Fuck the law. Okay, well, I've... I, 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 no, seriously, fuck the law, because they're using that system to fuck all of us. Okay. So they had to ship out several hundred. Who's they? Let's start there. Who's they? Okay. I, can I fucking talk, motherfucker? Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. They had to ship out over five hundred extra body bags out to Maui. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we we all just we all we all just agree that we don't know what the what the total death count is, though, too, right? So. Well, currently there's over thirteen hundred missing. Yeah. Well, right. That right, that's... which is why, like, I'm not gonna say I know how what's going on there. And when somebody tells me that they know, I'm a little. I didn't say I know. I'm telling you what. I do know. I didn't say I know what's going on. 
Right. I'm and, and I'm did. just asking questions. This is yeah, this but, is a, this is a problem with with uh, when I run into people that like believe a lot of conspiracies is I'm honestly innocently from a good-natured place asking these questions because I just don't believe you. Right? And and if you want to convince people, you got to be able to like deal with that sometimes, right? I'm not it, trying to I'm not hey, trying Sam, to like go at you. Part of our our chat on YouTube. Uh no, we're we're on we're on Rumble exclusively. No, no, no. But I'm saying, like, is he part of our messenger system on YouTube? Uh, Max? No. No, I don't. And you've not seen all the shit I've been posting. Right. Uh, right. All so the, I'm just taking you at your actual people on the ground, walking through the ash, walking through the bones. Uh-huh. I now, don't, I'm not saying nobody died there. I don't know why you would. No, Sam, I mean. Not... Sam. Uh, Sam Okay, I don't like. I'm not right. saying it's not awful. I don't know what you think I am saying. I never I'm, even heard that. You're 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 coming at me, and I'm trying to like give you what I already know or solid facts. I'm asking you questions. Yeah, but the, it's the way you're asking, bro. Ah, I see. Very logical. <laughs> All right. No, you're being a very fucking asshole. It's what you're being. I'm always an asshole. Ask Sam. <laughs> Well, 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 fuck you for being an asshole. I'm trying to fucking tell you what I know, and you're fucking coming at me, attacking me. So fuck you, motherfucker. I didn't, I didn't attack you. Hold on. I don't no, attack no, the I don't attack the man. I attack the argument, and no, you didn't fuck like it. Fuck you, motherfucker. You're a fucking piece of shit. Go fuck off. Look at this. The slightest ask a question about the no, narrative, no, and he starts so screaming, you fuck you. I'm coming at it, you motherfucker. You're yep. a piece of shit. Very, this well, is very he's a logical guy ladies and gentlemen logic i am i'm logically calling you a fucking piece of shit you're a fucking uh, asshole well well listen well listen max max is my co-host and he's you know he's been here for a while i i like i like both of you guys so. i don't have any problem with him he's the one screaming no, fuck you i don't have bro i was fucking trying to say some shit and you're just coming at me and you know that's why you're fucking laughing you're getting off of it I asked you some questions because what you're saying sounds uh, a little like, wait a minute, but what about? And that's why I asked it. It's not any more than that, man. I, I don't know. I don't no. know what what you think this is. Well, and that's why you're fucking laughing, you fucking. Fuck. Yeah, because you're spurging out at me. <laughs> I uh, listen. I was just here. I was just here expecting, uh, you know. Uh, I just went off on Hawaii as an aside. I I did not. Right, expect... I started putting my two cents, and this fucker started fucking coming at me. So fuck him. I asked I, you some questions. I did not. I did not expect a blood. I did not expect a blood sports uh, no, match. To... Let's keep it going. All right. Yeah. What's it? I. What's it? I. My only point is, I I definitely think that there are things to be skeptical about Hawaii about for sure. Sure. To your point, but. I also think that there's a lot of shit that we don't know uh, about right now either. That was my, and I mean, I think also they're probably going to address Hawaii here in this interview too. So let's, let's see where that goes. So poor Sam, but yeah. But he's a corrupt person, so corrupt that I took the name off Hillary. You know, I don't do two people at one time. I took the crooked Hillary and I made it. I retired the name. It was a good day for her. I bet she was very happy. <laughs> and I used it for Joe because it's crooked Joe. 
But Joe is really... But you don't think he's going to make it to November of 24? Well, I, I think he's worse uh, mentally than he is physically. And physically, he's not exactly uh, a triathlete or any kind of an athlete. You look at him, he can't walk to the helicopter. He, he walks. He can't lift his feet out of the grass. You know, it's only two inches at the White House, right? That's not a lot. But you watch him, and it looks like he's walking on toothpicks. So, and then you see him in the beach where he can't lift a chair. You know, those chairs are meant to be light, right? They're like two ounces. Yeah. You lift them up. He can't lift the chair. He can't walk to the chair. And I, I don't know what they're doing with the beach. You know, this beach is seeming to play. In Joe's defense, he's fucking 90 years old. So there is yeah. that. Is that a defense, though? I'm being facetious, obviously. But, yeah, my, my grandmother has Alzheimer's is... He doesn't even know where to fucking walk, man. No. Have you seen, seen the Secret Service direct him? Holy fuck, man. Yeah, it's... If it weren't... I mean, I feel bad for laughing because I, I, I legit... My grandmother is... No, my grandmother is 94, has full-blown dementia. She doesn't know where she is at the time, and she's in better... She's in better shape than Biden is in at this point. And, and, and nobody wants her to take care of important things, right? Well, I bet, you, I bet you, I bet you she would prefer not to take care of the things that she's likely to fuck up right, herself, right? But yeah, but also I'm going like, to like a normal old person who knows that they're old. Yeah, but yeah. I'll be honest, too. She would be even in, in her dementia state, she would be more competent to run shit than Biden. Oh, I bet. Would be. So, uh, yeah. Play a big role, but they love pictures of him on the beach. I think he looks terrible on the beach. He looks terrible on the beach. Skinny legs. Well, he can't walk through the sand. You know, sand yeah. is not that easy to walk through, but when he walks through it, he can't walk through the sand. And there's somebody in there that thinks he looks fabulous at the beach. I think he looks horrible at the beach. Plus, the beach doesn't represent what a president's supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be working. You're supposed to be getting us out of that horrible, horrible war that we're very much involved in with Russia and Ukraine. You could do that. You could do that very easily. I believe you could do that very... I don't believe he could do it because he's just incompetent. But that's a war that should end immediately, not because of one side or the other, because hundreds of thousands of people are being killed. Can you imagine you're in an apartment house and rockets are going into that building and blowing it up and knocking it down? And who, who can, why, why should anything, why should anybody, human beings, these are human, whether they're Russian or Ukrainian or whatever they are, it's gotta be stopped. And it can be stopped very easily. It would have never started. If I were president, it would have never started. So back to Biden, I'm interested. So you think he's failing. He obviously is failing. I think it's clear to everybody. But that would make Kamala Harris the candidate? Well, not really. I mean, I guess they'd have uh, maybe a free-for-all. A lot of people say she has to remain for certain reasons, the candidate. She has to. I don't think that's true, actually. I don't think that other people would stand for it. Uh, she has some bad moments. Her moments are almost as bad as his. I think his are worse, actually. Yeah. But she seems pretty senile, too. She speaks in, uh, in rhyme. In, uh, it's weird. It's weird. But she has bad moments. And in rhyme? What do you... Well, the way she talks, the bus will go here and then the bus will go there because that's what buses do. And it's weird. The whole thing is weird. This is not a president of the United States future. And uh, I think they probably have some kind of a primary. And 
other people will get involved. I mean, Newsom, right? I could mean, that's... be, could be. I mean, you know, I always got along well with him, believe it or not. But could be him, could be somebody else. He's got a big, a big load on his shoulders because you look at California, what's happened. But I don't know if the American people really, the people that vote for him, I don't even know if they care. You know, you look at so many of the things that are going on and people don't seem to be, in the old days, if you had a bad record, it meant a lot. Today, if you have a bad record, it doesn't really mean anything. You know, he looks good. He's a nice looking guy, speaks well. But Biden, every time you watch him talking, it's like he's walking on eggs. You're waiting for him to collapse. And he almost always does. And I got to know the leaders of all of the countries, essentially, but the big ones. And the bigger, the tougher the leader. You know, it's like, sort yeah. of, I guess maybe that's the way it's supposed to be. But I got to know President Xi of China and Putin and Kim Jong-un, North Korea. Did a great job with North Korea. Kept us out of a nuclear war. We would have 40,000 dead soldiers right now. They'd drop a nuke right on top of the military base. But we have 40,000 soldiers over there. And I did great. I got along with him great. It was a good, that's a positive. You know, the press said, he said nice things about Kim Jong-un. I also said horrible things at the beginning. Horrible enough that he wanted to talk. And we talked and we met in Singapore. We met actually twice. And we had uh, unbelievable meetings. I know him very well. We were in great shape with him. Uh, the, what do you think he and Xi and Putin think of Biden? I think they can't believe it. I think they probably say this is some kind of a system. You know, they had great respect for our country. They respected me. They had great respect for our country when I was there. Every one of them. Look, uh, if, you go to, if you go to North Korea, you take a look at what happened. You know, the Olympics was dead. South Korea spent billions on the Olympics. Nobody was going to go. They didn't want to get blown up. They called me and they said, we are going to let the Olympics proceed. This is North Korea. I said, you should go into the Olympics. Put your athletes in. It wasn't like, you know, they were big on athletes because, you know. Famine. But they went in and they actually participated. And within about two days, the entire thing was sold out. And if it wasn't me, that would have never happened. But I got along very well with him, and that's a positive thing. He, he does have massive nuclear power, by the way. And if Hillary would have gotten in or... If the Obama thought process continued, it would have been a nuclear war absolutely with North Korea. He was, he was expecting to go into a war and an, it would have been a nuclear war. What, so do you think the rest of the world looks on at Biden and thinks someone else has got to be running the government? Well, somebody else has to be. Uh, I don't think he's capable of doing no. anything. Look, when I debated him, I said, how come, and this was in front of Probably not a friend of yours, Chris Wallace. He was the moderator. Not a friend. I said, why did, why is it? He wants to be Mike, but he doesn't have the talent. It's one it's of those bitchy little. little- I, I love how uh, Trump, how Trump says, Mike Wallace is a friend of yours. And Tucker, Tucker just goes, not a friend. Yeah. yeah. Very, very subtle. But yeah, I, I love Tucker. So. It's been good. Shit. Oh. Uh, did you break it? But no, he's right about, dude, if he did not get in 2016, you would have had Hillary coming out of State Department, running everything. We would have had, if not nuclear war, we would have had interaction with North Korea because it was going to fucking happen. Yeah. And, and then with what we had started in 2013 or 14 in Ukraine, what's going on now would have already been going on then. So the Ukraine war 
we were the speed bump. Trump's people, Trump and everybody who supports Trump, we were the speed bump to what they wanted. And and uh, and uh, Sam Sam knows, but um, the guy that you and I just got, I you know, all right. So look, so I've spent over twenty fucking years working for the Department of Defense. That's my background. So I know a lot about what, what's going on. And it's frustrating. It's frustrating for all of us working in this shit. So Trump saved us for about a, a good four-year speed bump. And now these fuck stole it. We're in this shit. So hopefully he gets in. Because if not, we're done. Can I, uh, can I surprise you for a second? Go ahead. I'm going to agree with you uh, and point out something that you even kind of probably not for lack of knowing it, but just because there's so much other shit to point out missed is that Hillary even said, if not North Korea, right? Hillary even said during the debates that she planned to put a, a no fly zone on Syria, thus instigating Russia into a fucking war, right? Correct. So no matter how you sliced it, Hil Hillary had five different wars that she was ready to start. That's correct. Yeah. All Hil I was gonna say. Hillary is the ultimate, uh, you know, neo neocon in fact a little fun fact when i when i initially uh wrote the first draft for my little book here uh shadows of, of deception i thought i thought hillary was going to win the election so i had the i had one of the main villains penned as hillary i had to scrap that character because trump won well, Thank and God. and because you couldn't write a supervillain more compellingly evil than Hillary Clinton. No, you no, you can't. It's 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 dude. Her history is amazing. I mean, she she came from the the one person that hid the eighteen minutes that destroyed Nixon. You know, when she was a lawyer during Watergate. Yep. How far she's come. It's nuts. She the the Clintons are totally elitist though well i think it's more than than clinton's and and, and i agree yes they're elitist it, but it's what was driving the rodhams that that led her to the marriage like the, the marriage between bill and hillary is a farce oh know? yeah like their well, child like i remember what chelsea used to look like and then all of a sudden she completely fucking changed she's be like a blonde little girl and, and somehow she became like this different looking redhead like it's really fucking weird what these fucks do. It's it's nutty, but anyway. Well, well, people got mad. You would not believe the shit I got in 2016 because I I literally said the only I said the only reason tr that Hillary got the nominee is she is she was like all right I stayed with that cheating fuckface Bill so it's my it's my turn now now basically that 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 should no, be it, it was always her turn like she. She was in charge, even though Bill was president. I really believe she was in charge. She probably she probably was even charged when he was governor of Arkansas, dude. Yeah, it's, it's it's nutty, bro. The whole shit is. So yeah. like, there's so much to the deep state that we don't know. It's it's just fucked. Yeah. No. I. I yeah. It's it's weird. So. I I think I got the the timestamp fixed, so. Minutes, it was actually a 10, can you believe? I, no, I totally believe his father had talent. And they actually participated, and within about two days, the entire thing was sold out. 
And if it wasn't me, that would have never happened. But I got along very well with him, and that's a positive thing. He, he does have massive nuclear power, by the way. And if Hillary would have gotten in, or if the Obama thought process continued, it would have been a nuclear war absolutely with North Korea. He was, he was expecting to go into a war, and an, it would have been a nuclear war. So do you think the rest of the world looks on at Biden and thinks someone else has got to be running the government? Well, somebody else has to be. Uh, I don't think he's capable of doing no. anything. Look, when I debated him, I said, how come, and this was in front of, probably not a friend of yours, Chris Wallace, he was the moderator. Not a friend. I said, why did, why is it, he wants to be Mike, but he doesn't have the talent. It's one it's of those bitchy little, little man. He wanted to be his father, but he didn't have the talent of his, his father was great. His He's father. A little fussy man. His father interviewed me in 60 <laughs> minutes. It was actually a 10. Can you believe I, it? No, I totally believe it. His father got, had talent, at no, least. I may have been the only guy that he gave a good 60 minutes to. He was rough. Really? His father was tough. He was great, though. He was great at what he did, but... Fun fact, by the way, that I just learned about Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson's father was a journalist for the San Francisco Chronicle, I believe, Correct. during the during the height of the. Uh, oh fuck! I I just blanked on the uh, on the name of oh of the Zodiac uh, kill, killings, so. Yeah. Well, the leftists will tell you that his dad is um, the head of the deep state CIA operation to like be conservative forever or fascism or something. Yeah. Well, this is why I get this. By the way, this is just why I get so tiresome with conspiracy theories is because I don't believe most of them. There are some that I do. I like to go through evidence. And so when somebody starts saying a bunch of stuff to connect it all together, I'm here trying to break it down, so I ask well, questions. I wasn't trying to pick a fight with your guest. Well, no, but that's the thing. See, I, I made the assumption that you were on our uh, messenger group in, in Twitter. So. No, no. Oh, you never saw all the stuff I was posting, all the interviews I was posting, and I made that mistake. I thought you saw all that. Well, that's no. that's, that's the problem Like that you leaned into that a lot of people do, right? Is that I have to... Um, be held to the standard of a knowing all the evidence that they know or believe to be right. true and then b accept the theory because oh well you're kind of on our side and it's like well i, just no, I am on your side it's just there's stuff that i can't even tell you right now that i know that if I did isn't it always convenient that they can't tell you right now you know what i mean well dude do you have can, a, can you see it from my point well, of view on that tip is because all you're not letting me talk i see it through your point i'm trying to tell you i have a top suit clearance yeah for a reason because i know certain things that you can't say here you can't even say around cell phones because we designed those to sorry but they're spy devices and yes my background is domex which is documents of media exploitation um hell i spent a whole year in africa pr pr prior to and during the damn fucking covid lockdown working in a fucking forensics lab me and Sam have talked about this, and it's just, dude, I, I am a good wealth of knowledge. It's just, there are certain things I can't talk about, but I can say there's certain things I know about that that these guys, the, the White Hats, they're trying their best within, like you said, the layer of the law. But it's going to come to a point, probably hopefully soon, 
See, there you go. Hopefully, right? Why hopefully? Well, because if it doesn't happen, we're all dead. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm uh, I'm not That's just not as dire as other people. Military that is still loyal has to step in. Because I I work for a three letter agency underneath the DoD that is unfortunately right now um, not working in the best interest of us. And I can't say shit. And that's why I'm anonymous when I'm on the internet. Right. But do, do you see the why somebody like me might be like, well, okay, you can't say Absolutely. it. I you, just got to take your word for it. Well, what, I'm yeah. skeptical. Oh, so do, yeah. I don't I mean, take your word for it the same way I don't take the left oh, word I'm for not, it, right? I, and I, that's fine. I don't know you. But Sam, you and I have interacted. Yeah. So you take my word. I mean, I when I oh, I'm open to oh, that's a trap. Yeah. That hold on, Sam. Don't answer that question because it's a trap. Because does he universally take your word on everything, or is no. it do you take like? Do I have a history of lying? No. How no, would he I mean, know? How would he know that? No, but I mean we've interacted. No, every everything I've everything I've seen is pretty above board. I will I I'll give you that. I'm, so even though I'm above board, then I'm just a no. Well your friend. Hold on though. If you want Right, to, that's what I mean. He has to take your word for everything or he's not your friend. Come on. That's no, not how I said. I said well, you know what I said. I said everybody listening heard what you just said. <laughs> No, well, you didn't understand what I just said. You misconstrued what I just said. Repeat everything it, I've said before, everything I've said has been above board and it's been true. Correct? Sure. I I'm the I'm the type though. I I'm like I'm like Max. I'm I'm pretty skeptical of conspiracy theories in general. But that's that's not to say that I won't look at stuff either from both. What from conspiracies both sides. are we talking about? That's why I'm really confused. I'm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. In in general, yeah, like, I don't talk to conspiracies. I I will put out facts. Well, all just conspiracy theories, right? What what I what I'm saying though is that okay, I was skeptical that there was even a deep state prior to prior to Trump. Like, I don't yeah. even think a lot of us realized right. there was a deep state prior to Trump. I sure as hell wasn't, and I was working for the fucking government. Right. So, right. So, so that, 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 and I, and I did, and I did 20 years ago and I was talking about it publicly. And so I distrust people who come around and say all these things. You understand? I was pointing this shit out 20 years ago. I do believe in some things that would be clear classified conspiracy theories for sure. But like what I'm trying to say is 20 years ago when somebody, if somebody had told me it was inside job 9-11, I would be like, fuck you. No, it's not. Now, because my background, because I have a post-blast analysis background, because I work with explosives. Oh, yeah. It was an inside job. Do I know who? No. Fuck me. Right. And so, yeah. and so what you're asking, what you're asking is, does he, does he verify that you are a decent person to his knowledge? And he said yes, right? But does that mean that he has to believe every word that comes out of your mouth, too? That's not what I'm asking. I was asking, have I, have yeah, I, well, I blatantly wrong? No. I have it. All I all I've done is ask questions about what you were saying, right? Offer that same respect. Right, I don't yeah. I don't have the base of knowledge really, you, that you, you have. Came at me like blam, 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 blam. Yeah, that's like, how I, I am. Like, Holy fuck, I just came on, man. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm well, I'm relaxing. 
I came onto a podcast that somebody sent me an invite to to just I relax see. and chill with dudes looking at fucking my man Trump. And um, right, I'm right. being berated with questions. Like, fuck that, bro. Well, you had a lot to say, and I just was skeptical of some of it and had questions. That's fine. It's not complicated. No, let's listen to this guy. Yeah. He's more important. Listen, I'm I'm just I this is this is just entertaining for me. So I want to hear what Trump has to say. I don't care a fuck about you two. <laughs> yeah. Well, then why'd you come on the show? No, somebody sent me an invite, jackass. Yeah. yeah but you could you could have yeah, just watched it on Twitter if you didn't want to come on a show. Because I like Sam. He's my friend, Dick. Yeah, me too. Yeah. No, I I I get it. I'll 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 play Trump. So uh Chris Wallace was so upset. He was guarding this guy who wouldn't do a show, by the way. You know, he wouldn't do I figured I didn't mind Chris Wallace because uh, he wouldn't do Biden wouldn't do a show. And it was very obvious. You know, he kept asking him and asking, but he wouldn't do the show. So I figured he's got to like me. But he came from a different planet. But remember when I asked the question, why is it that the mayor of Moscow's wife is allowed to give you three and a half million dollars? Don't forget, that was brought up now. It's brought up all the time. But that was brought up by me long before anyone ever heard of it. I said, the mayor of Moscow's wife giving you three and a half million dollars. What did you do to deserve three and a half million dollars? To Biden. And Chris Wallace said, this doesn't, uh, this has nothing to do with the debate. <laughs> I mean, he fought. He got in the way of the question. No, he, well, it was, it was crazy. And I said, well, wait a minute. He got three and a half million from the mayor of Moscow's wife. Now, people forget that. But if you go back and take a look, you will see. And Chris Wallace didn't want me to ask that question. I said, I think it's a very appropriate question. It turned out to be much more appropriate than people thought. Amazing. Um, so do, do you have a preference in, assuming you're the Republican nominee and all goes as you plan it to go, do you have a preference in who you run against? Uh, in many ways, I'd love to run against him because his record's so bad. You know, it's still horrible when you look at inflation and everything else, but others also have very bad records. I mean, California's a bad record, so, you know, should it be Gavin or should it be somebody else? When I look at San Francisco, what's happened to that incredible city. That was one of the greatest cities in the world just a short while ago. And now it's very sad when you look at it. Los Angeles, every city, practically uh, all the Democrat-run cities, you know, Republican-run cities are doing very nicely because they arrest people when you have crimes and they don't go after political candidates because they think it's good. You know, I mean, it's like been amazing. My poll numbers are the highest I've ever had. But because people understand it. You know, so wait, so that, can I just ask you, that yes. gets back to my original question. So if the protest didn't work, you got elected anyway. Yeah. Impeachment didn't work twice, obviously. Um, indictment is not working. Your poll numbers go up. When they raided Mar-a-Lago in August yeah. of last year, your numbers went up. Um, they can indict you 20 times and it's not gonna, you're not going to lose the Republican primary because of that. Well, so it like makes it look even more ridiculous. I mean, the four indictments, and maybe there'll be more. I don't know. These people are crazy. But they're counterproductive. So if you chart it out, it's an escalation, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. So what's next? After, you know, try to put you in prison for the rest of your life, that's not working. So, like, don't they have to kill you now? I, th I think the people of our country uh, don't get enough credit for how smart they are. And I, I'm not sure I would have said this 10 years ago, but they get it. You know, they yeah. really get it. When somebody gets indicted, your poll numbers go down. When somebody gets indicted, you announce, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be leaving to spend time with my family and to fight for the rest of my life on this stuff. 
but you're out of politics. I got indicted four times. All trivia, nonsense, bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's horrible when you look and, and you look at what they're doing. Uh, the boxes hoax. I'm covered by the Presidential Records Act. I'm allowed to do exactly that. He's not covered and he's got <laughs> 25 times the number of boxes. And he's got them stored in Chinatown. He's got them stored in a flimsy garage underneath his Corvette uh, at Penn. And by the way, at Penn, he gets millions of dollars. China pays this guy millions of dollars. See, I think he's the most corrupt president we've ever had. And he also has the distinction of being the most incompetent. And I believe both. I mean, he's both incompetent and corrupt. So and I, I actually believe he's compromised because China knows so much about him. They know where the money comes from. They know where it is, who paid it, and they probably paid it. Well, they do pay Penn, and he gets a, you know, a million dollars. I think it takes $999,000 because, you know, keeps it a little bit under a million, like by a dollar. But he, in many ways, is a Manchurian candidate. We so wait, was Biden a... I, I should know this, but was Biden actually like prof a professor at Penn State at one point? I, I, be I, I believe it was honorary, but yes. Oh, so he, he taught he may have taught a, a semester class or whatever, but it was probably old. It was probably like, let me tell you the tale of corn pop. You know what I mean? Like it was like. No, they do this. They give politicians yeah, these, yeah, no, these I... fake degrees and then they come in and teach a course which involves them like coming in to do a speech three times and then they get tested on it. And uh -huh. an actual professor still teaches the course, just to be clear. Yeah, and these... And you couldn't... Whole... Yeah, think about letting Biden just teach a college class unattended right now. Like, Oh, he'd be sniffing... Uh, yeah, he'd... all the hair. <laughs> all yeah. of it. What's funny is I, I have memories of, of when he first ran for president back in the 80s. And I remember the when he got busted. And I remember watching the, the press release. You remember plagiarizing with Biden? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it, it was hilarious. And then it's like, you know, he, he kind of went out. I mean, and, you know, it, we're Americans. Our memory is short. You know, it's just, it's just funny. I... I remember, I, I'm not that old, but I remember back in 2008 when Obama was running and even the Democrats back then were like, really, Obama picked this guy to be well, his, his VP? Um, that's, yeah, exactly, I, that's exactly I, why, because he was I, this I, guy. Yeah. I, no, but, I don't know. I, no, but what I'm... But what I'm saying is a lot of the Democrats I, I knew, even, you know, as a kid, were kind of like, really, jo Joe Biden? And I was in Colorado, which was pretty left wing. But because because he's part of the, the whole thing, right? The part of the, yeah. the establishment. He uh, served. He did his time, got got up there, right? Like Hillary. And uh, he was supposed to be the next guy, maybe. But he always had gaffes, which is what made him never the next guy until they had no other guy, right? They, like 2020, let's face it. What was their alternative to Joe Biden, even if you ignore the fucking uh, interference in the election? Look they at the were, Democrat candidates from that period of time. They, they, had no, they had no other candidate, bro. They really didn't. They had to run him. That's, that's the thing, is they begrudgingly ran him. And the, he's, he's done exactly what they thought. I think sometimes, yeah, like people see the thing about Biden, 
I think people are right that most people run all the other shit, right? But I do think that the old man interjects himself from from time to time. Oh, and it, yeah. And those are the ones that they can't get him to fucking change his mind on, like the idea of him running again. I don't think anyone in his administration is for that, just to be clear. I think yeah. he's the only one for that. And I bet you even Jill is like, come on, Joe, we just got to go retire. And he's like, God damn it, I'm going to eat all the ice cream and sniff all the hair. Well, here's an idea. You spend five decades in that party. You're going to have five decades worth of ammunition on other people. Yeah. So it came to a point where he was like, hey, are you going to push Hillary? Because if you do, guess what? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll use you, Joe. But you're just going to be the mouthpiece and you're going to do what we say. He's and like, now, well, as long as I get paid. And now he's like, yeah, and I'm going to do it again, bitch. And they're like, oh, God, please don't. <laughs> well, and this is 25th Amendment, hopefully. <laughs> well, and that's, this... that's the thing is like the only way they can literally tell him no is yeah. by invoking the 25th. Remember that... when Trump said that? Yeah. He said yeah. it's going to come back on you? Yeah. No, it... I've been saying from day one, I think like the one decision I'm sure Joe Biden is making is to run again. That's the only decision I'm positive that oh, he made. He, this is what he's because he, it doesn't it, benefit anybody but him. <laughs> so I, I think he will plan on running. They will find somebody else, even though he plans on running. Come, Kamalato will fucking step down. She's like, fuck this shit. I'm going back to sucking Joe Brown's dick. And um, not really sure who they'll pick, but that's what I think is going to happen. Well, T Tucker mentioned they do seem to have a press for Gavin Newsom. Oh I yeah, forgot about that asshole. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it well, would have been it would it would have been Cuomo if he didn't uh, grab all them girls' asses, right? Let's be real. They were they were ready to anoint him as the new fucking yeah. messiah. <laughs> yeah, more yeah, Morpheus. It wasn't in chat, I don't think, but Morpheus did bring up the point to me in DMs like a few weeks ago that that they 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 fucking they gave Cuomo a fucking Emmy for his. Yeah, uh, for his, for his, uh, you know, daily life. For his fucking performance that he performed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that great that he got an Emmy for you know scripted television programming for his yeah. press conferences? Isn't that great? Yeah, it's it's great. And then they and then they took it away as soon as they, right. you know, figured out he was he was a right. pervert. But they don't they don't like Newsom nearly as much as they liked Cuomo. So that's why he doesn't get the same kind of like right. attention. But I think like if they're looking at it reasonably, if they want Biden to step aside, if there's any potential for it, they know they can't run Kamala. Well, she's Kamala's not going to beat anybody, right? Kamala couldn't even get one percent in the primary that she did run in. So I, not unless she's on her knees. Yeah, I, well, I don't, I don't, I don't think that they'll run her. So then if you look at the totality of who's got the party now, Cuomo, Cuomo would have been it, but he grabbed some girl's ass. And then it's Gavin Newsom. And you might think, yeah, but he's a massive pussy even for leftists. But that's the party now, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and, and, well, and that's the thing is the Democrat voters don't even like their own. And I'm not talking like I'm not talking at the activist types on. I mean, like you know your your average ordinary like run-of-the-mill you know daily democrats they they can't stand uh 
I literally asked my neighbor who's a Democrat today, well, if you, if you guys can't stand uh, Newsom either, then who do you guys have? And they literally... Well, that's my so, problem. I don't have any friends anymore who are on, who are Democrats that I could ask to be besides these named people. Who do you think the Democratic Party is good? And you know what? I have no idea. I I mean, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say they're. I wouldn't say they're like my friend friends, but like I I do like to. And both of you guys know this about me. I am very inquisitive. I like to I like to talk to people from, you know across as long as they're polite to, to me you know what's funny is i i never really did right but i don't have to anymore all i have to do is listen i listen to what normal people are saying and a lot of them yeah because i live in massachusetts a lot of them are either independent or or uh left-leaning or like center-right and that's pretty much everybody right yeah a couple libertarians and they all say the same thing across the board they all hate biden they all hate biden and they all think where is any other Democrat candidate worth a shit? And they'll they, all point out that there's a whole bunch of uh, Republican candidates that whatever we might think of them are at least more like a name that people know than what the fucking Democrats had last time and what they could present this time if they had a full-blown primary. Now, right. now listen, both of you guys are going to give me shit for this for, uh, for obvious reasons. I, I was asked. Yeah, damn you for being crippled. No, go ahead. I had well that too, but um, I was asked if you if you had to pick a Democrat, who would you want to pick? And I said Tulsi Gabbard because why she's because she seems to be the least sane of because she seems to be the least insane of she's a good choice, but she left that party, bro. Well, well, yeah, that well, so so the response I got from from this person i was asking is oh she's too far right for which which is funny because like her stated stance for like 10 years now has been to take all the guns away no i no i know (laughs) very far right you know Uh, but but you have to look at her where where she's from where she's coming from i mean look she i I don't i don't have to if somebody's a gun grabber i'm not gonna vote i'm I'm, I'm military ex-military worked for the military and she's a colonel currently still in the military yes and she's hawaiian and i lived in hawaii i know her politics and that's why she's anti-gun um also she's a fucking colonel she don't know jack shit <laughs> she's yeah. also she's well, also a fucking milf too oh sorry i had to get that out there Bro, but, have, you uh, seen her, have you seen her surfing? Oh my god, bro, she's fucking hot as shit. Yeah, <laughs> that <laughs> that's so. Yeah. I, so, but the best thing about her, even though I don't agree with a lot of her things, but I do agree with her one thing: she is so anti-war because she's been in it. She went to war. She yeah, knows, she knows how bullshit it is, and and I would love her to be president just to stop all these stupid wars that we keep doing. Over and over again, but but that's my point. Is like it, it and Tucker has actually talked about this. How the Democrat Party is now is now the party of war. Like, because are you hold on though? Because so embedded we, with the military industrial complex, yes, they are. That that begs a question though. Like, uh, the, obviously, I, it's I, a I have three senators in my company right now. 
it's a hypothetical, right? But you said you would like her to be president. Would you, would you, for the anti-war cause that you believe in, trade in your right to civilian firearm ownership? Negative. Okay. I, 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 I'm not saying that she would do that, right? I'm no, just saying I, that that I is a... I would only a, vote against her if she said, oh, and we're ending 2A, we're getting rid of all weapons for civilians. Well, uh, that, is, that, is, that has been her position. And I'd be like, we're, then we're fucking done. Because that yeah. is one of the main reasons why we've not been that, that, that That's why I've been opposed to her for so long. Right. It's not, yeah. She's not just a gun control person. No, she's I, a, I'm get, get rid of for, 2A. Right. I'm not for Tulsi. I'm just saying I would love for her to be for president if she emboldened what I would think would stop us going into all these wars. But no, if she was like, get rid of weapons. No, fuck you. No, no, I'm keeping oh, my gun. I love oh, my gun. I love all oh, my I, gun. Yeah, all I all I was bringing up what all I was bringing my point was that we all want to fuck her. Yes, I know. Well, yeah, that. Well, also, <laughs> also though, my this person who asked me was like, "Gun to your head, you have to vote for a Democrat. You don't have any choice. Who would you pick?" And, and it would be RFK Jr. Well, n- well, now, but also a gun grabber. Just yes, but he's right. not going to get it through. Because yeah, he, all, he's got he's got stuff he he understands. Because well, also, that's what kept look if he wants to fucking not get his head canoed out like his uncle and his dad, then he'll he'll want to have us to keep going. Everybody like like I, everybody loves to point out his uncle and his dad, right? But nobody wants to point out that his other uncle was the most insider motherfucker in the world. And this idea that yeah. RFK is but, not and an this, ins- and his cousins, it. all of his cousins are fucking either congressmen or senators. All of his fucking like the whole family still involved. Like I, I just uh, my only thing is this look, idea that RFK worked, is an outsider is a during Quiddick, okay, and that shit was very not the way they said it went down. That's all I can say. Okay, well I believe uh, firmly that the Kennedys is the most insider family there is, and he's a Bush. Bush. Okay, okay, but they're on par, dude. The Bush family fucking financially sponsored the nazi party okay but the kennedys did too i didn't say they didn't right right (laughs) that's what that's my point is you don't want to be in that tier of human beings right but do we have a choice yes yes we're we're looking when it it comes to rfk you have literally every choice in the world because he's gonna lose (laughs) but he keeps hiding out bro we're 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 looking at That's the. What I'm uh, hoping for. I'm hoping a lot of votes go towards, you know, on the Democratic side, goes yeah. towards RFK. I mean, that but that, that's can... he's running in the primary though. Like after the that means that after the primary, he would have to run another campaign. Yeah. Whatever. That, and get get on the ballot and all these things. Maybe he does. I, maybe I think... he does. I think what I think what 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 Wolverine is saying is the same thing. I, is the same thing I've been saying, which is that he splits the vote in favor of Trump, right? Yeah, right. so, so does Dude, a lot of just people. like Perot did for fucking Bush in '92. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, though, you folks want Trump, so that's here how I old am. I am. So I voted in that fucking campaign. We have a Manchurian candidate, and he's afraid to tell Russia to get out of Cuba. He's afraid to tell. China to get out of Cuba. He's afraid. China now is building. Think of this. China is building military installations in Cuba. The Cuban population of Miami is not too happy because they're never going to be able to go back. 
and you don't even hear about it. And the worst culprit is the press, the media, because uh, normally, you know, when I first heard that, I, that China is building installations in Cuba, and installations means military installations, okay, you know, they said just some communication. They did that on the islands with Japan. They took the island, they started this massive construction, and they told everybody, including the Japanese, the Japanese have to be very careful, they told everybody that this is a housing development, they're going to build a housing development. And I said, how come the runway is 20,000 feet long? You know, private jets need 4,000 feet. They don't need 20,000 feet. The big ones need 20,000 feet. They don't even need 20. And I looked at the runway, I said, that's the largest runway ever built, both in width and length, for housing development. There's nobody that has a plane that big <laughs> that, uh, that you would have a runway that, that's, uh, that's, Why that's for testing. Why is China allowed to Money. conduct imperialism in our hemisphere? Well, yeah, and it's far beyond Cuba. It's all over South America. Yeah, and the Caribbean. So we built a thing called the Panama Canal. We lost 35,000 people to the mosquito, you know, malaria. Yeah. We lost 35,000 people building. We lost 35,000 people because of the mosquito. Vicious. They had to build under nets. It was one of the true great wonders of the world. As he said, one of the nine wonders of the world. No, no, it was one of the seven. It was, happened a little while ago, you know. Says nine wonders of the world. You could make nine wonders. He would have been better off if he stuck with the nine and just said, yeah, I think it's nine. But this is one of the true seven wonders of the world. And you take a look at the Panama Canal. It was such, such an incredible engineering marvel. We sold it under Jimmy Carter. We sold it to Panama for one dollar. The following day, they quadrupled the amount of money that ships had to pay to get across. They didn't lose one ship. And now they've made it much bigger, and now they've widened it. They've doubled it, right? They've more than doubled it. And it's one of the most profitable things any time. It, it's, it's just incredible, right? We gave it away for one dollar. China now controls it. They actually control the Panama Canal. They run it. They control it. And we shouldn't let that happen. And we can't let China be in Cuba. And they'll get out. If I'm president, they'll get out. Because I had a very good relationship with President Xi, but he respected this country. He respected me. And he'll get out. And we can't let them run the Panama Canal. We built the Panama Canal. Should have never been given to Panama. We should have had it. But we gave it for one dollar. Think of it. They quadrupled. In one day, they lifted the fees, which are, you know, pretty big for these massive ships to go through, right? Rather than going around the Cape and through all the tremendous storms, such beauty, such, you know, when you see it's beautiful stuff. But you didn't want to get caught in those storms. Those were storms that wiped out the biggest ships. And we go through the Panama Canal. We built it. And we gave it away for one dollar. Think of that. How stupid are we? We have done the stupidest things in this country. Uh, and now we have a president that can't put two sentences together. Can't speak, can't walk, can't talk. Yep. I don't so think. The current administration just did something, maybe not as equal, but just did something very stupid as well. Um, the $300 million worth of unbuilt wall, we, we sold off to some, I don't know, some company to like for 2 million for a loss of 298 million. Uh, I did hear something about that. Yeah. I read the whole thing. I, I, so yeah, it's a fact. Our, our, our government just said, Hey, fuck 298 million. I, I was just thinking as 
Trump said about Jimmy Carter, I'm like, well, Jimmy Carter no longer no longer has the reputation as the worst president in the history of the country. Right. He does not. That goes to uh Biden makes him look like a great president. Yeah. Which is which is sad, honestly. I don't know about great. Well, compared to he makes him look mildly competent. How about that? Good yeah. Good ish. Be yeah, better better than Biden. So that's like being the nicest the guy in prison. <laughs> yeah. Better than Nixon, who sold off all the production to China. Oh, here we go. Yeah. I thought you didn't want to fight. Well, bro, that's how my family ended up in the military, because of Nixon, when we were living in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. The starting gate, but these people do miracles. I mean, he, he ran out of his basement, and you got away with that one because of COVID, so he sort of got away with it. They cheated on the election. But you have people that are very smart, but they're fascists and they're radical left lunatics and they're destroying our country with the all electric cars and the windmills all over the place, which, by the way, don't work. And they're all most of made in China. For the most part, they're made in China, Germany, a little bit, but China. But you look at what's happening to our country, even no voter ID. I mean, why don't they want voter ID? There's only one reason they don't want voter ID, because they want to cheat. I mean, this, who doesn't want, you know, the Democrat convention, the last one, they had voter ID that was this big. It looked like a prison card, this big on their chest. You walked in, they had your picture, your this, your fingerprint. They had everything. The most incredible voter ID I've ever seen. That was to get into the Democrat National Convention. But to get into vote, if you buy groceries, if you buy any, practically anything now, you have ID on a card, credit cards or otherwise. And but that, don't you think it's racist to have to show your ID? Well, they probably say that. They, they use anything not to show ID because voter ID is pretty simple. And we could go back and we should go back to all paper ballots, voter ID, same day voting. You know, France did it. France had uh, mail-in ballots and it was terrible. Anytime you have mail-in ballots, you're going to have massive cheating on your elections, anytime, not just the presidential election. Anytime you have. Isn't that the whole point of them? Yeah. So you can oh, cheat? yeah, sure. It's their whole point. That's their whole point. They want to cheat. Yeah. They have to cheat because their policies are so bad that if they didn't cheat, they couldn't get elected. Who wants open borders? Who wants high taxes? Who wants high interest rates? Who wants to not be able to use a gas stove or have to drive an electric car, which, you know, you have a four hour drive, but the car only goes an hour and a half. So you have to charge it. The happiest moment for somebody in an electric car is the first 10 minutes. Do you pause it? In other words, you get it charged. Yep. So one point also he could add into that is who wants to watch the value of the home they own drop in value? And that's literally what I've watched this year because of what's going on with Biden. Yeah. Well, that and BlackRock buying everything. Up but so that's how they come in and buy. And that's what I'm, what I'm saying. Is well, yeah. I yeah, their their buying actually didn't start the problem. It just exacerbates it. Also, absolutely, their buying did not start the problem. But what I'm saying is the current situation is causing house values to go down. Right. Also, which, which is why they buy, and then it makes it worse. We, right. Yes, correct. Yeah. We know that. Also. Also, in regards to uh, well, I'm a house owner, dude. Well, I, you can see where I'm frustrated. I, yeah, 
I have similar frustrations. I, I, when you say like, we know that, like, I tend to like explain a lot of stuff. If the audience isn't necessarily aware, just forgive me for that. Well, I don't think the audience is stupid. I don't either. I just don't assume they know everything that we're thinking or have every bit of inside information. Right. So as a matter of course, because I've been in media for a very long time, I tend to explain things even if it doesn't need to be. That's all. Um, also, some someone brought this up to me a few weeks ago in regards to uh, the mail-in ballots thing. Oh, well, Sam, you're disabled. Isn't, isn't you know, mail-in voting more convenient? Yes, and I've done it before, but I would absolutely go vote in person. In fact, I'm not like going to the next election because I don't trust these fuckers right. to get the, uh, to, you know, I don't trust these fuckers with my ballots anymore. Yeah. So it, it, What I don't understand is to this day, because when I voted outside the United States, it was all electronic. And I'm talking for the 2020 election. And that's for the state of Alabama. Why the f and I understand why they don't, but this current state of technology, we could do everything electronic. There's no need for mail in. Yeah, because 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 the whole system. This is like from a tech guy perspective, because the whole system is run by boomers. That's the last thing I would want. Every time they digitize anything, they fuck it up worse than it already was. They they are the government after yeah. all. Yeah, talking about here. No, you're correct. It, the whole system is antiquated because yes, we still have guys who were Vietnam veterans still working in the government, and unfortunately, yeah. It's right, but I'm not. I'm not even talking about them. I'm talking about look at who's like in the, because these kind of things get decided in in Congress and lower legislative bodies, right? I understand that, but they also they do get decided at state level. Here in this state in Alabama, it got decided a few years back that it's all electronic. And when I did my absentee ballot being deployed overseas, I was able to do it electronically over in Africa to do my 2020 fucking ballot a whole six weeks before the election. Correct. And the thing is, is um, that when you implement something on a state level, that often happens. I, I often bring up the example that uh, Romney care in Massachusetts didn't destroy us the way it destroyed a lot of other states. Why? Simply because we had a lower population of poor people and a higher population of rich people. So, yes, technically we could afford it, although I don't think that that means that we should have to do it. Whatever. What right. Have to do with voting. Because when it got that same policy got applied federally, it made things worse for a whole bunch of people. That's what it has to do with it. I'm talking about I'm talking about imp I'm talking about implementation. I don't trust a bunch of boomers with technology. And there's boomers in every state legislature and every town and every municipality that don't understand technology at all. And when you explain even the most minor things to them, their eyes glaze over like you're speaking Latin. You're fucking stupid, dude. That's bullshit. Okay. You don't think that the you think the people in government uh, really understand technology really well. That's your position. My position is there's enough smart enough people out there, and I, I, dude, I'm in my fifties, dude. So when All you right. say fucking boomers don't know shit, come over here to the missile defense agency and come do my job, Jack. He's he's not talking about like little little babe. He's talking at the he's talking at the Congress. At least when I'm referring to boomers, I'm talking it's, state level. State it's, level. State level handles elections. Uh -huh. 
yes, but I what did, I, I did point that out that the implementation implementation is going to be done by people. Okay, I'll take the word boomer out because clearly that rustled your jimmies. Okay, older people. You know what? Who have, Fuck you. You know what, guys? Fuck off. I'm done. All right. See ya. No, fuck you. You know what? I'm not going to let you win. You're being this fucking young fucking piece of shit. You're young. Hey, hold on, Sam. You called me young. Thank you. you. Thank you. I'm young now. That's great. (laughs) You are young. And you're young and not educated enough to think beyond, oh, I worked in media. Oh, I know so much. Oh, I know about the law. Oh, fuck you, dickhead. What do you know about being deployed in fucking goddamn rounds shot across your head? Watch your buddies die and shit. You don't. I don't think you do either. I think you're full of shit. How about that? I'm not. Alright. I'm sorry, but the guy comes in here. I got secret clearance. I'm a super duper spec op. Oh, you gotta believe me. Come on, bro. Come on. I was nice. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna merge him here. I was nice to you. I was you nice were never to you. nice. You were never nice from fucking beginning, motherfucker. Oh, you're gonna cry? No, I'm gonna get Sound angry. Sound like you're gonna cry. My fucking part, you bitch. Because right from the get go, all you were question and question and question. You won't let me talk. You won't let me get my piece out. How many times have I fucking questioned you, motherfucker? This is getting uh, clipped. You are laughing, fucking bearded, almost balding jackass, you piece of oh, shit. Oh, oh, you oh, 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 whatever, dude. And you're a fake person on the internet claiming like everybody else stolen valor bullshit. But I can't tell you because it's a secret. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fuck you then, man. Uh-huh. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm just trying to be, I'm just trying to be the neutral host host here you are a neutral host and yeah, i accept your invite fine. your yeah. fucking friend here is a piece of shit Ooh, i'm so hurt no i don't give a shit if you are i'm just stating a fact fuck you well i know i don't have to give a shit because i know you are because listen to you <laughs> it's great keep going uh... no all, right. all you do is attack dude why no, no, Max just Max is just asking questions, and then question after question after question. Uh huh. That's what I do. That's that's literally what I do here. <laughs> Did you not know? Maybe you should watch the show before you come on it sometime. I don't know. I was getting an invite, asshole. Yeah, I mean to be fair, I, I to be fair, I did invite you, but I mean, I, dude, I'm I'm the same way. I ask lots of questions of guests on my show too. Not all of them, not all of them like it, but you know, you you and I have had good interactions, so that's why I yeah, but I invited you. He's not, you, dude. You well, you're Sam. You're fine. This guy, fuck him. Yeah, well, Matt. Well, Matt. Okay, well, Max is from Bob. Max is from Massachusetts. Matt, so am I, asshole. Yeah, well, th- this this is great. We're we're getting we're getting two assholes t- together. So uh, oh. as I as I like as I like. To I don't know. I, I I can't I can't take that seriously from secret agent man over here. And why are you saying that shit? You know what? Because you're because you're pulling a Frank Dukes over here. 
Bro, everything you fucking do is an attack. And I'm like, I'm trying to talk. Everything is a question or attack. I'm like, where is the fucking civil course? There isn't. There hasn't been a civil course between you and I since I started. Because of your fucking attitude and way you come across. You're a piece of shit, motherfucker. Uh Tell us more about your feelings. Oh, fuck you. Here's my feelings. This is my feelings here, here, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Do you feel better? I do, dickhead. Good. All right. Do listen. Do you do you want to stay or? No, go? I'm fine. I'm... That your friend here, man, a fucking piece of shit, dickhead. All right. Cool. cool. I mean, he he knew that. Just for the record. Well, I didn't. Well, now you know. Nice yeah. to meet you. Let's keep on going. Let's go. Secret agent, man. <laughs> yep. Fuck off. All right. Oh, right. I'm sorry. The internet has to take all of everybody's claims super seriously, especially when they say, but I can't tell you or I'd have to kill you. Bro, I never said that. I know, but you said I have top secret clearance and all the same shit I hear from all these spurgs. You and I can sit down and we we could talk for hours, but you and I I both know there's stuff I cannot fucking say on the internet. I don't know that. that. I don't know that. I actually think you're full of shit. Just for the record. Well, just for the record, fuck you. I, you have said that. I, uh, I as long as it keeps yeah, making record, you feel better. I'll say it again. Keep fuck you, man. Please. Fuck you. Oh man. Could you do that again so I'm not talking over you so I can get the sound bite? Yeah, please? sure. Matt, for the record, fuck you. Fuck you. you. Can you say double fuck you? <laughs> double fuck you, Matt. <laughs> a Matt a double M and a double T. <laughs> Matt, fuck you and fuck you. All right, you're my new Dave. Thank you. <laughs> wow this this is this is entertaining on a whole new level. Oh, I'm, I'm having fun, dude. Trust me. No, so, no, so am I. This is clearly. This is great. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So, anyone complaining that uh, that you know we that we were just going to stream snipe? Now we're having fun. We're having more fun interjecting. But anyway, ten minutes. The unhappiest part is the next hour, because you're petrified that you're not going to be fine to another charger. People, I'm saying, if people, I'm not knocking electric cars. They're fine. They're fine. But if people want to buy a gasoline car or hybrid, hybrids are pretty good actually. But they should be allowed to buy. They don't want to do any of this. So right now, California's in a big brownout because their grid is a disaster. The grid all over the country is sort of a disaster, but the grid in California. And yet, they want to have in a very short period of time, millions and millions of cars going off that grid, essentially. Uh, it doesn't work. So plug your car into a grid that's failing. You should be able to buy an electric car. You know, electric cars could be fine if you drive short distances and you want to have, you know, whatever, and you have plug-ins everywhere you go. They could be fine. But you got to have gasoline cars. You got to have everything. Let people buy everything. Now there's the new thing is your uh, heating systems in the house. They don't want you to have a modern day heating system. They want you to use a heating system that will cost you at least ten thousand dollars to buy and won't work very well. You know, none of the stuff works as well. One of the things I did with EPA is uh, you have states. Many, many states. Most of the states have so much water. You know, it comes out of heaven, right? The water pours down, and you have it. It's there. It's got to go wherever it goes into the oceans, whatever. 
It's not like a big problem. Now, in some states, they have a problem. You know, you have some desert areas and all, and for that, it's okay. But they have uh, sinks where no water comes out. You turn it on, no water comes out. No water comes out of the shower. No water is allowed to go into the washing machine for your dishes or for your clothing or what. And I avoided all of that. Wait, they have sinks where no water comes sure, out? Sure, you have restrictors. When I say no water, very little water, you want to wash your hands, right? Yeah. And you t you've seen this. And you turn on the sink and it's very little. Uh, or you want to wash your beautiful hair, right? And you're standing under a shower. Then the suds never go. The water comes out very slowly. I'm sure you've seen this. It usually takes place in new hotels and new homes. Yeah, you take a drill and take the they have limiter a out. Well, you can, but now they make it so you can't do that so easily. They have a restrictor. It's called a restrictor, and it restricts the water from coming out. So I ended all of that, and you have to see these. They, they let the water come out. You know what people do? They wash their hands like five times longer, or in the washing machine, they'll press for their... Let's say the uh, dishwasher, they'll press it. Then they'll press it about seven or eight times. Yeah. They'll end up using more water, and it still won't be very good. I met with the head of Whirlpool. They were practically going out of business during my administration. And they said to me, from Ohio, incredible, great state. I love Ohio. And they were really doing badly because people were dumping washing machines all over, mostly from South Korea, but also from China. And he was explaining it's uh, just a terrible situation. I said, let me ask you, how's the quality? He says, we're better, but they are good enough quality. But, you know, of course, he's going to say that. But, you know, they are better. He said, but they don't, they don't allow us. They're dumping these machines. They're cutting us in half. They're killing us. And on top of it, the government won't, us, won't let us use water in our machines. I mean, he shows me like a quarter of a bottle of water. That's supposed to be washing clothing. And I freed it all up, and I put tariffs on these countries that were selling and the machines coming into the country. And that company went from a, a big, the big, all the washing machine companies, they make washing machines, they make dryers, they make all of the different machines that do this kind of work, including dishwashers. And they went from a disaster area to being just thriving. But they, can I ask They why, love me in that part of Ohio. Well, I, I bet they do. But why should EPA, no one at EPA was elected by anybody, yeah. why do they have the power to decide how much water your washing machine uses. Shouldn't Congress in a democracy get to vote on that? Yeah, you could say that. Uh, they do things that are not very... So how do you... Because of the green movement and shit, essentially. Yep. You can, that's my question. How do you, if you get elected again, go back to Washington, how do you keep the agencies under control? How do you keep FBI and CIA specifically yeah. under control? The way you do it, like I fired Comey, that was a big deal. You know, a lot of people said, and I fired him very early. Somebody said, oh, I wish you would have fired him. There was a real question about firing him anyway. You understand, because, you know, when they have a 10-year term, there is a question. Uh, I fired Comey. That was a great thing. If I didn't fire Comey, maybe I wouldn't be talking to you, or I'd be talking to you about real estate or something else other than politics, right? Uh, that was a coup, in my opinion. That was a very sick deal. That was the insurance policy. You remember the insurance policy? Oh, she's going to win, darling. She's going to win. But uh, just in case she doesn't, we have an insurance policy. An insurance policy was what they were doing. And we caught them with that. That was a very important tweet or whatever it was, text. It was a big deal. That was a big deal. The insurance policy. She's going to win. 
100 million to one. That's not good odds. At least they gave me one, right? 100 million to one. But just in case she doesn't win, we have an insurance policy. And everybody said, that's strange. That's strange. But we caught all of that because I fired Comey. Because when I fired Comey, it was like throwing a rock into a hornet's nest, <laughs> into a nest of bees, and the place went crazy. So do, when you were president, do you, are you confident that you knew everything, say, CIA was doing around No, I'm not. I'm not. It's, uh, it's a very interesting group of people. I had very good relationships, I thought. But I was a little surprised uh, when I got out. Uh, that, you know, things go on. Look, it's... Uh, what were you surprised by? Uh, I, I was surprised. I think at some of the people. I was surprised that there was... Uh, I had a group of people. Look, we killed many, using the CIA, I have to say this, bad, very bad actors. We were very good at it. Uh, you look at Soleimani, you look at al-Baghdadi, bigger than Osama bin Laden. I mean, Osama bin Laden, is, but al-Baghdadi did ISIS, and he was rebuilding ISIS very strongly. And that was the CIA that did that? Uh, that was really us that did that. Yeah. That was really us that did that. And Soleimani was us that did that, not so much CIA. But we did some very good work with the CIA. But I started, you know, when I looked at the 51 intelligence agents uh, saying that that was the laptop from hell was Russia disinformation, when I took a look at that, I said, that's a horrible thing. They knew it wasn't. They knew it was not. And by the way, you're talking about cheating on the election? Uh, McLaughlin and Fabrizio, great pollsters, they said a thing like that plus other things meant anywhere from 10 to 17 percent of the vote would change. Whatever happened to Mike Pence? You've always been nice to Pence. I've never heard you criticize Pence. You've defended him in public many, many times. He's out there attacking you. Um, what is that? So Mike wants to run for president. You gotta understand, in my opinion, Mike Pence had the absolute right to send the votes back to the legislatures. Uh, the Democrats and everybody said, you don't have the right. In other words, what I said, is he a human conveyor belt? You mean, if he finds fraud in Pennsylvania, in Georgia, in any of these states, Arizona, he has to send them to Mitch McConnell, right? That's right, sir. Well, if he finds fraud, he has to? Yes, sir. I said, so he's just, so he's a conveyor belt. Boom, put them in. I said, I don't agree with that. And we had some lawyers, not all. We had some lawyers that said, no, you do have the right to send them back to the legislatures to be rechecked. Because if you looked at what went on in Wisconsin, who, by the way, now agree with me, Wisconsin has been virtually, other than the fact they're not allowed to do anything statutorily, but Wisconsin has been, I mean, what they found is incredible. I mean, we won Wisconsin. But Mike Pence had the right, in my opinion, to send him back. Do you ever talk to him now? Uh, no, I haven't spoken to him in a long time. Uh, I was very disappointed in him. I didn't want to do what Thomas Jefferson did. Thomas Jefferson, it was Georgia, and it was here, ye, here, the great state of Georgia is not capable or allowed to tabulate their votes. And Thomas Jefferson, who was the vice president, said, is Georgia sure that they cannot tabulate their votes. Georgia is sure. He didn't send them back and have them redo it. He said, we will keep the votes of the great state of Georgia for Thomas Jefferson and his president. I didn't ask him for that. Could have done that too, but I didn't. I thought that would be 
turmoil. I asked him to send him back to his legislature, to the legislatures, you know, in Wisconsin, let's say. But, but why didn't he? I mean, you, you'd worked together for four years. You're the president. He's VP. You're, you say you're aligned on everything. I think he got very bad advice. I, I really do. Now, let me tell you what happened. I sat there with a few people. I think his lawyer was in the room, too. His lawyer was very much against it. There were other lawyers that felt you could do it. It was, it was one of those things. You probably, I think you could have done it. I think you can always do something if you see fraud or if you see problems. But it's very interesting. So after the election was over, the rhinos got together with the Democrats and they redid the election, so you couldn't do it anymore. So then I called the people. I said, so in other words, you're saying I was right. You could do it. Yes, you could do it. In other words, they took the Voting Act and they redid it so the vice president no longer has the power to do what I said he could do. So when that happened, I said, wow. So, and you know, you'd look some of these Democrats in the eye and they'd say, he has absolutely no right to do it. And immediately after the election, they met rhinos, could name them all, and Democrats, and they approved legislation that takes away the right of the vice president to do it. So I said, ah, so you're saying I was right. The vice president did have the right to do it. And they said, yes, he did. So if you're saying they stole it from you last time, why wouldn't they do the same this time? Oh, well, they'll try. They're going to be trying, yeah. But, and not, not only me, you know. Look, uh, DeSanctis is out. I think he's gone. So he was, he was at a level. He's, people have figured him out. He's gone. But if somebody else got in other than me, They'll go at him just as viciously as they did me. These people are sick. Uh, they will go after them. And a lot of people say they won't be able to hold up. I do get credit for holding up quite well, I must tell you. I think it's... Uh, How do you do that? How do you get indicted, you know, every week and stay I cheerful? It's, um, I think it, it's a lot easier because I'm, I'm so high in the polls because it means the people get it. The people see it's a fraud. The people see it like this horrible district attorney from just a little while ago from essentially Atlanta, that's Fulton County. She said, basically, I don't have any right to challenge an election. Well, what about Stacey Abrams? What about Hillary Clinton? What about all of these Democrats that are still challenging my election? The same people that are saying he's challenging an election challenged my election. And they did it with slates. They did it with all sorts of things. They were very bad, very bad about it. But basically, they're suing me and they're saying, you don't have any right to challenge it. If you challenge an election, we're going to indict you and put you in jail. So what they're doing is they're really, they've weaponized, and, and don't kid yourself, the DOJ and Biden and the whole group, they're watching all of this stuff. They love the local stuff, you know, the DA in Manhattan. Not only that, they put a one of the DOJ top people into the Manhattan DA's office to run things. They don't even have a case against me. It's not even a case. Everyone says, even the Democrats say, you can't bring these cases. You have no case. The attorney general or the uh, district attorney, Fannie, Fannie Willis, in Atlanta, she's getting killed. Basically, she's saying Trump doesn't have the right to, uh, to criticize an election. But you've been around long enough now. You've seen many elections criticized. I mean, Hillary Clinton goes crazy. Every time she talks, she says, he's not the president, Jimmy Carter said. He's not the president. Well, I am the president. Hillary Clinton called me, by the way, 3.02 in the morning.
to congratulate me the night of the election. Did her voice crack? Well, her voice was <laughs> it's very different, I will say. I won't get into that. But What do you mean? Her voice was very different. Uh, don't forget, they were all celebrating at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And I came home and I said, you know, I think we won. I felt we won because the rallies are so big. You know, we'd, have, we'd go to Wisconsin and we'd go to uh, Georgia. We'd go to different states. And Michigan, we'd have rallies. In Pennsylvania, we had 58,000 people in Butler. And I said, you know, how are we losing this? How do you have a rally where you have from 50 to 100,000 people, many of them? You know, I did seven a day for a couple of days. That's a lot. That's a lot. These are big rallies, too. And I didn't hold back. I didn't say, let's make them little, let's do abbreviations, right? But, um, but they challenged this stuff. Yeah. Hillary called, called me up and conceded. Now, the word is that Obama said you have to do that. But she called up and totally conceded. But now, you know, every time you see her on television, she's saying, like, well, she's challenging the election. Do, do you think so that would mean that she should be indicted, but that would mean also that Stacey Abrams in Georgia should be indicted because she still thinks she won the election for governor. She still thinks that. She's never recanted. And do I you th think Stacey Abrams will be indicted for that? No, of course not. She won't be. The Democrats don't get indicted for things like that. They don't get impeached. No, it's, it's a different thing. Is, With that being said, yes. I had great support when they did impeachment hooks number one and impeachment hooks number two. Uh, Jim Jordan, the House was fantastic. And actually, the Senate was very good for me, other than, you know, Mitch McConnell. I think if he had, it's too bad I endorsed him. He was begging. He was going to lose that race, and I endorsed him, and he ended up winning the race because of my endorsement. He was down. He was going to lose to Amy McGrath. She was $90 million in cash, all set to go. She was leading by three. He was going down. I did him a favor, and then three, four months later, he really wanted to impeach me. Uh, he's a bad guy. But, but uh, if you look at what's going on politically, it's so interesting. The level of loyalty is different in politics than it is in normal life, I will say. With that being said, I've had great loyalty also. But uh, the House was fantastic. The Senate was very good. Can, you know, they overrode Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, in my opinion, was trying to get senators to impeach me, especially for the second one. And on the first one, he acted very, very slow. He should have gone much faster. But Mitch McConnell wanted to, and the senators went up to him. Guys that are subservient to him because he gives money. You know, he gives them money. He gives them a lot of money. He raises some money, and he gives it to them, and therefore they do what he said. That's the only form of leadership he's got. So last question. If you're elected president again, what's your top, your number one priority? When you ran last time, you said, I will build a wall. This time, your bottom line top promise to the country. So you can do numerous things at the same time. Of course. But let's say number one is a border. Yeah. And taking hundreds of thousands of criminals that have been allowed into our country and getting them out and bringing them back to their country, Guatemala. By the way, not only the four countries that we think of as neighbors, all over the world. Last month, we had 149 countries represented. Think of it. We had 149 countries represented, Tucker, from places that many people never even heard of coming into our country. And they're coming in from mental institutions, and they're coming in from prisons. They're emptying out their prisons all over South America. They're emptying out their mental institutions. Terrorists are pouring into our country. We have no idea. I had the strongest border in the history of our country, and I built almost 500 miles of wall. 
you know, they like to say, oh, was it less? No. I built 500 miles. In fact, if you check with the authorities on the border, we built almost 500 miles of wall. And I had another 200 that I was going to build. You know, it's like water. It seeks. And we're going to build another 200. We built it. It was all set to go. All they had to do was install it. It would have taken three weeks. And that's when I found out. I said, I think these people actually want open borders. Um, the first thing I would do would be uh, I would seal up the border good and tight, except for people that want to come in legally. Do you think we're moving towards civil war? There's tremendous passion and there's tremendous love. Uh, you know, January 6th was a very interesting day because they don't report it properly. Uh, I believe it was the largest crowd I've ever spoken before. And you know some of the crowds I've spoken before. And uh, like July 4th on the mall, uh, I think they had a million people there. Uh, but I think that the biggest crowd I've ever spoken before was on January 6th. And people that were in that crowd, a very, very small group of people, and we said patriotically and peacefully, peacefully and patriotically, right? Nobody ever says that. Go peacefully and patriotically. But people that were in that crowd that day, very small group of people, went down there and then you there are a lot of a lot of scenarios that we can talk about but people in that crowd said it was the most beautiful day they've ever baked alaska is a fucking fed by the way just putting that out there Ooh. ever experienced true there was love in that there was love and unity Wait, who is? i have never seen such spirit and such passion and such love Sam, and i've also never seen simultaneously who is Baked Alaska? I don't even know that guy. You're a lucky man to not know. Uh, yeah. Essentially, the video from inside Pelosi's office that was taken in live stream that's been used against so many people. Yeah. That was his live stream. Yeah. And he gave up all of his uh, social media and all of everything to the feds in order to get a shorter sentence. So. TLDR, Baked Alaska is essentially a, a, a washed-up uh, wigger who... Uh, comedian. The, 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 what he used uh, to do is comedian. Yeah. Then he tried to be politically active. I'm pretty sure he was at Charlottesville. He's one of those guys. And yeah, he, he was okay. one of the main instigators of January 6th. And he... De like. Sam, what Sam means by he's a Fed is certainly we know he's given plenty of information well, he worked that, with the feds as well. that, yeah. has, that has been used to put other people in prison. So he's, when I, no, that makes a lot of sense because we we dealt with that every time over TDEF or FBI. So yeah. you would get a guy who would who would spill the beans, like you'd raid his house, you'd have a lot of components for bombs, you'd go, hey, where'd you get these? He'd name his guys. You know, and these were just dudes that would go, hey, you need to use this for this circuit board so you can set up this type of ID, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, and ba and Baked is not even that – Baked is not even that competent. Baked is – No, no, we're not talking of guy with any military background or anything yeah. even – like, I believe he wrote for BuzzFeed is what got him yeah. famous. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. So Baked is essentially a, a BuzzFeed. I think even BuzzFeed not exist anymore. So I, I'm assuming BuzzFeed was probably just like a CIA, like. Uh, uh, I, I think I think it, it's, when it comes to Baked, I think people look too much into it. I think ba Baked is one of these people that is just an idiot that gets himself in trouble and then has to tell the feds a bunch of shit to get <laughs> himself out of trouble. But, 
Okay. But but yeah. baked, but but he just so happened to be in the kind of trouble that they love, like, oh, you're a right wing extremist kind of trouble. But, but he had info to put guys at Jan Six in jail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but his, just... his information certainly was used to put people in jail who may or may not have done anything illegal. But no, like, me. but also, so just so just to give Max a bit of context, so Wolverine and, and I both uh, we kind of do podcasts and the whole uh, nerd erotic kind of pop culture spear right, baked right. is baked is the type of fucking retard that they try and paint like uh you know when they try and paint like the critical drinker as like a neo-nazi or something you know stupid like that they're using they're using baked as like a as like an example to yeah paint i have a great example being... baked alaska is like the right wings uh forest gump yeah he ends up at he ends up in all these like <laughs> impossibly like co coincidental places, but and you would think it's part of a like big conspiracy, and I understand why people think that about him, but like his IQ is <laughs> in the fucking toilet. So if people pull his strings, I don't think he even knows it. <laughs> the guy, the guy can't wipe his own ass without having somebody explain it to him how to do it. So yeah, I. Yeah, I can I can send you some hilarious uh, streams later later on. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 just a low cow, but because he's into right wing politics, he found himself at Charlottesville. He found himself at um, January sixth. He hangs out with like uh, what was it Nick Fuentes and those types of people, and not anymore, I guess. Now they're they've broken up now, but. Right. Um, yeah, he's yeah. just an idiot that stumbles he... himself into positions. And this is why I tell people just don't associate with him because like he will snitch on you. That's and, my, my advice. <laughs> and 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 the corporate the corporate media, they they love to like they love to like, you know, post like a photo of him and Trump together and they'll say stuff like this is Trump's number one guy of the super, you know, alt right and Trump's yeah, like yeah. and Trump's like I have no idea who who this guy is. I, yeah, I lots think... of people walk up to me and take pictures. I, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're not the brightest. Anyway, though, we have like thirty seconds left, so I just had to. Sir. Yeah. and from the same people, such hatred of what they've done to our country. So, do you think it's possible that there's open conflict? We seem to be moving I, I towards don't something. Know. I don't know because I don't know what it, you know, I, I can say this. Uh, there's a level of passion that I've never seen. There's a level of hatred that I've never seen. And that's probably a bad combination. Donald Trump, thank you. Thank you very much. Very much. Thank you. That is a bad combination, by bad the way. Bad combination. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, we stretched... 46 minutes into three hours, I think. And honestly, I'm not upset that we missed the the GOP primary oh, debate. right. There was a debate. Dude, that probably would be a snore fest. I, I, honestly, my, honestly, my plan for the debate was to honestly drink for that. <laughs> that makes more sense. Now and, I get it. Well, I've been drinking for this, so fuck it. Well, yeah, but like, but when I, when I get, 
when I get drunk, like I, when I drink on stream, it, you know, I tend to lose focus. So, well, yeah, um, yeah. Apparently, you show feet too. So I've been told. Uh, wait, wait, wait what? <laughs> uh, yeah, according to Apex, I show, I show feet or something. Right but now, but, but we have standards on the show now, so I'll... that's gonna cost you a hundred dollar donation. Yeah. Yeah, one foot, not sure. feet. Yeah, sure. one foot. Yeah, and if and if you want me to go shirtless like I used to, that's going to cost like an. If you want me to go, Alex, no, Jones, I'm not the Camelot thing, bro. <laughs> if if you want me to uh to go full Alex Jones, that's going to cost like two hundred <laughs> or something. So yeah, but you know, we're setting up Sam's OnlyFans. <laughs> On it. Honestly, the funny thing about the OnlyFans thing, we, we've talked this too. Thank God Rumble exists because if yeah. YouTube, if YouTube had, if YouTube had banned me, I would have, uh, I would have unironically like started an OnlyFans and been like, all right, we're. And we, me and we're some at, of the boys looked into that not that long ago. Because they're more free speech than most of these uh, alternatives to YouTube. Guys, <laughs> yeah. People streaming video games on Pornhub because of their free speech. Yeah. 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 The problem though is the discoverability, right? Is the, the people discovering <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah, you don't discovering get, you, don't you get next porn bots in your in your like in your messaging. You get like nuns and priests and shit going, go to church. <laughs> yeah. So like to the left of your video is like the incest bro porn, and to the right of oh, your video wow. is the gangbang orgy. I don't know if we wanted the hey, Whitfield report the to be screen, there. God damn it. <laughs> You're changing the screen. I, I'm Stop trying. It. Oh, I, I didn't. They changed. I don't even look at the screen. That's, that's. No, it's, like, it's like switching and going. Oh, yeah. Sam's, Sam's always cooking something up over there. Yeah, I, I was I was trying to fix the layout so that we were all symmetrically square. But I guess it doesn't okay. do that anymore. Um, but. Maybe it needs four. Oh, uh, what? Oh, yeah. That's well. Usually we have. We usually have. We usually have a shmuley or. Uh, a lot of people are uh, screaming about this fucking piece of shit Ahsoka TV show. That's what our regular group is doing right now. Oh, real? Oh, real, yeah. I don't. I don't have Disney Plus, and I. Uh, really... you can, dude, there's a fucking website called F Movies, and. As long as you get rid of the pop-ups, you can see everything for free. You don't need cable to anything. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's fmovies.com. I find everything. my thing is, even with the availability of, you know, piracy, essentially, and to watch this shit, I find that most of it's not even worth watching it's even not. to steal. It's not. It's, Dude, and, and, or to hate watch, for that matter, either. Like, it's not even good for that anymore because all the, all the really, like, over-the-top shit they've already mostly done... Yeah. So it's just the same old edgy it's clickbait stuff fucking you've seen bullshit. before, just in a different. Yeah, they, there, there's yeah. no creativity coming out of the entertainment no. industry. No, they they borrow, they use Chat GPT, whatever the fuck you call it. Oh no, the writers are on strike. I'm sure everybody in America was just so upset by this. It's 2008 again. I mean, no one cared. Not one person cared. 
because everybody I talked, at least in 2008, they'd be like, yeah, well, Dave Chappelle should come back. Well, nowadays, well, nowadays, they're like, literally, there is nothing written on television worth fucking watching. No, there, there's not. And there's your apex. There you go. Oh, hey. Gamma, you, you finally missed. You finally made it at the end of uh you you just missed Tucker and ah, you know I I started to watch it or listen to it while I was finishing up at work and uh I'm like I thought that I would get here in time to to catch uh at least the back half of it but it's all good I just missed you guys and wanted to yeah, pop in just, and say hi we're just happy to have you bro thanks man we we've we've had an eventful uh evening we we've had we had some uh, blood sports had some a bit. Love. A bit. Did you? <laughs> We've had some. Damn, that's my shit. I'm sorry, I missed it's, it. It's just me pissing people off again. No, don't worry about it. Just one Massachusetts mass hold and one mass hold. That's all. Yep. It's uh, true. It's true, though. You get two of us together, and we'll never get along. Yeah. Oh, if we dude. if we did, it's like me and my would, cousins, bro. <laughs> if we did get along, if you put two mass holes together on a panel and they get along, yeah, there's an issue. There, there's something seriously wrong. Yeah, yeah, they're in cahoots or something. <laughs> you're being worked. No, they're actually gonna kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, like you're gonna though, turn the cameras off, and then you're gonna read a news story about what just happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, though, wow, Apex Gamma, how have you been? It's been too long. Far too long, my young friend. Um, I'm doing okay. I'm uh, doing pretty good, actually. I'm on the, you know, as you and the audience know, I've, uh, <laughs> I've pretty much lived through like a mental health crisis as your co-host uh, the past couple of years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... You know, I'm doing good, man. Uh, better anyway. You sound good. You even good. corrected yourself right. to say pretty good. That that was you that was all, brother. You Thanks, s- man. You sound better than you sound better than you did the last time. Uh, yeah, talked to you. To be I mean, fair, the last time I think he was on here, he was drunk though. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was. I was literally just about to say that. <laughs> you know, I I never even really drank that much. Um, before a couple of years ago and i even still don't drink that much but i drink regularly like you know every day drink you know three or four four beers or whatever and uh i'm a recovered at you know drug addict i did opiates and shit for most of my teenage years and i recovered from all that i was completely sober and i was sober when sam and i met Uh, and then shit fell apart and you know loved ones died and i just kind of couldn't catch myself and 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 the last couple years has been hard just generally yeah of, course. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, of totally, course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, well, everything fucking shut. Yeah. It's, it was hard to not become like a, just a complete black pilled piece of shit. Just fuck it. You know, like just yeah. kill me, please. <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, I've just time away from the show. Yeah. Isn't really what I needed, but, uh, some other, I've slowly been making other changes, you know, simple things like exercise and, um, you know, practicing, uh, general, general positive attitude, you know, things that I used to be pretty good at, but, um, yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel like I'm on the upswing. So, yeah, well, you, I've noticed you've kind of been tweeting a bit uh, again here and there, retweeting, retweeting lots of, uh, cat content, or I guess reposting or whatever the fuck it's called. (laughs) Well, yeah. And I mean, it's funny because when I first got into both joining you as a co-host and like even opening a Twitter account, I've 
I've always been a pretty sociable person, but not super open, you know, like I, right. I'm pretty, pretty guarded in a lot of, a lot of aspects of, uh, social life outside of, you know, really close friends and, and things like that. So I thought originally I was going to use, uh, the platform to just express myself and not worry so much about like, um, like sounding stupid or looking what dumb. people think right what people think exactly yeah because yeah, i you know had, had confidence in myself to be able to either explain myself or just know that i'm a good enough person that whatever anybody tried to slap on me it wouldn't wouldn't really matter because i know who i am and stuff like that and it didn't last very long so since then it's been like you know the all the old demons just haunt me there too you know so i don't i don't really interact it's part of the other reason i stepped away from the show just because I, you know, um, I don't know. It's hard to, it's kind of hard to explain, but I think, I think you guys get it. It's just, uh, well, you know, well, fall, like the middle, the middle went down and I just kind of followed it for a little. Yeah. Bit. It's, one, it's, it's like one of those things. It's another thing that you had to do every week that maybe you didn't need to do. Yeah. Right? And it wasn't right. making you happy. Yeah. And that's the thing is truth. The, the truth of it is, is it was one of the few things that was that brought me some kind of joy for a long yeah. time. But it was only at the end, towards the tail end, when I was just I mean, I was more concerned about getting drunk than talking about the topics on the show. And it, I mean, Sam is basically my only friend, <laughs> Sam and, and the uh, and whatever guests that week, you know. Well, the the other thing, too, is. I mean, there, there were, there were a few things. I mean, I think, I think the fact, I think the fact in all honesty that the show was on Saturday was a big uh, kind of killer for us because let's be honest, no one really watches streams on Saturday. The yeah, outside of, yeah, like the most hardcore internet users and those aren't necessarily the people you want watching your show. Yeah, they're, are, right. They're not particularly interested in the topic of the day. Well, right. and, yeah, but I mean, when I was in college, that was pretty much my only day. Well, but then also, sure. the the so the I the ironic thing was, so Apex and I used to have some wild streams that were on YouTube that should have gotten banned but never did. And then as soon as I'm Apex, certain, I'm certain you guys were shadow banned because as soon as we came over to Rumble, oh, we like, were like aside. Okay. I, me co-hosting was a change, but other than that, it's pretty much the same show, right? It's just, it's just us shit posting about the news. And like instantly people started seeing it. We started hitting numbers again. It literally YouTube was just, you guys weren't yeah. getting seen by fucking anybody. Yeah. yeah, well, and well, and then and then YouTube, YouTube, and, and, the, and the YouTube defenders will sit there and tell you, "Oh, that's the only place to get seen." But if you're the type, if you're one of these people, that it's you're not getting seen there, that and you leave, and people are like, "Oh, why don't you have a YouTube?" It's like, well, I got banned. <laughs> well, I tried that for eleven he, fucking he got, years. <laughs> he got banned literally the moment he got banned. What was he talking about? A loss in his family. Oh, the yeah. most edgy thing ever. That's yeah, insane. My, yeah, my grandfather died. My grandfather died at eight a.m. He was just like, February. "Hey guys, I'm sorry I took a week off from the show. My grandfather died." Ban. Oh yeah, what? Yeah, literally mid eulogy for for my grandfather. YouTube YouTube banned me, and then they never told me why. 
the, the other thing too was they told me I was banned for community violations. They never gave me like a copyright. They never gave me like any of the three strikes. They just outright. They didn't even say what video it was. So I've always made the case that because it happened while he was live streaming, it must have been that. And so they banned him for saying, you know, I had a death in the family. And people who know and people who know us, Apex, they, they think was the some people some people think it was the gripers that maybe got my channel struck, but yeah. But yeah, and, and I uh this it is definitely one hundred percent my fault that you're involved at all with anything blood sports related <laughs> or Ethan Ralph or any of that shit. No, so I, I I think I, some of that draws drew some attention to uh you know what I mean. I well, I blame that shit partially on uh, no, I blame I blame a hundred percent of that on Owen because if if Owen had never gone insane, I would have never had cause to go into that sector to begin. Well, the the other thing though is it, it some of it is Sam, but it's because Sam is just himself. So Sam yeah. is nice to everybody, right? And there's people on the internet that think that if you're nice to somebody, that that makes you a bad person, right? And uh, that's basically been going on to some degree and he just doesn't care. We just don't talk about this kind of shit on the show anymore because it's yeah. pointless and it's a bunch of nerds uh, jerking each other's dicks <sighs> off sometimes. It, it, it yeah, is 100%. Yeah. And and you just got to let them come all over the place over there and not get any on you. That's the whole <laughs> I I will say with I will say with the whole Nick Fuentes thing, that is a little bit of a that is a little bit of a different thing because Right, Nick and Nick Fuentes and Baked Alaska and Milo and those types, they they did weasel their way into politics. Unfortunately, and, that's you know tangential to the political circle. Certainly, Nick Fuentes, you can't say he's irrelevant anymore when he was Milo's like, not king anymore. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. I used to say the kid Nick Fuentes wasn't relevant, but then he walked out with fucking Kanye on the Alex Jones show, right? And so, like, you kind of have to address that elephant in the room. But unfortunately, that elephant in the room is surrounded by a whole cycle, like an ecosystem full of people who love to fuck with other people. And if you can right. take a joke, it never really gets on you. My, But some people can't take a joke. My favorite thing out of the whole Kanye and Alex Jones thing was the fact that CNN actually... They literally, one of their journalists literally said something like, holy shit, Alex Jones is the moderate here. Yeah. That fucking amused me to no Yeah. To well, no and, end. and then a bunch of podcasts just got removed from YouTube just for having Nick Fuentes on. Not in any other way violating terms of service, just by having him on their show. I think it was a Fresh and Fit podcast. Yeah. They got, their entire channel got, demo I don't think they got banned. But I know that their channel got completely that, demonetized for it. Val Valuetainment, the uh, the the business podcast network yep. that Patrick they, what their network is still monetized, but the, but the sub channel that they had Fuentes on, where mm. he got where he got absolutely destroyed by by that Jewish uh, venture capitalist, they got <laughs> they got. So here's the funny thing. A channel that is literally run by Jewish venture capitalists got banned, got demonetized on YouTube, and yet 
you know, supposedly right. because they had because they had the balls and, you know, you say what you want about them if you're one of those people that don't like Jews or whatever. But these particular ones had the balls to have this guy on who openly doesn't like them and yeah. let him say what he had to say. And this is what I'm saying about Fuentes. When you do that kind of shit, when you take down channels that are honestly having to try have a conversation right with these people. You're t- you're you're actually doing yourself a disservice because what happens is then edge lords go looking for those people. But what happens if you let Nick Fuentes talk? Look at what was on the show. Right. They yeah, all 100%. started making fun of him for having a micro penis. Right. You know. You know. You it, let it almost... the guy fucking talk, and he makes a fool of himself because he's a weird, edgy internet neo-Nazi. That's what they do. They are weird, so they do make weirdos of themselves. These people do. See, that's the problem is most of us assume that that doesn't actually exist. No, there's a couple. There's a couple real ones. Mm-hmm. And when you see them, you can't help but laugh at them because they're so over the line. Like, even if you believe in some of the conspiracy theories they believe in, you know what I'm talking about when you see it. A guy that just wants to make a spectacle of himself, wants all this negative attention. He doesn't even believe the things he's saying. He just knows he's getting negative attention. And everybody just feeds into this little fuck with it. And when they censor him like they do, they get, he gets to put words in his own mouth later on mm-hmm. and say, oh, no, I didn't actually say what I said. What I said was different. And they'll be like, oh, well, let's just go watch the video. Turns out YouTube deletes the video, right? Yeah. And then he can he then he gets to say he gets to make up whatever reason he wants as to why they yeah. took him down and can sound as heroic as he wants. I'm still not convinced he's not some sort of like controlled in some way that's you know what i mean recently from a foia request it was talked about uh an agent working for the fbi formerly that they refer to as genius okay oh yeah i remember i read about that yeah go ahead genius is a code name for the fbi has for some informant from the far right who's very popular with people that say very edgy things he's a younger guy who you know the nickname genius for fuck's sake and (laughs) and he has a a young contingent of fans but they recently claim at least in the foia uh filings that um this person they cut the fbi cut contact with him and basically disavowed him because he was still saying things even crazier than than what he had been saying before and all i can think is if that's not nick fuentes then i'm santa claus (laughs) <laughs> it sure does the shoe does fit pretty well it, 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 yeah, if yeah. it's not him there is somebody doing exactly the same things as him somewhere that i'm not aware of and, it, and i mean by the alphabet when they're that in that hemisphere yeah yeah and he calls I mean, himself a genius all the time and the code name just happened genius yeah and if you, if you think about it from like uh, right. uh you know from a surveillance state uh or like you know one of the letter agencies perspective uh, mm-hmm. if, if Nick, if, I mean, it is pretty genius, there would be a perfect, uh, you know, it, it just, I, I don't know. I mean, the well, nickname, I, not only- as I've said from the beginning, he's taking young, promising conservative leaning men and making it so that they'll never have a future in politics mm-hmm. and probably even normal society, normal life. Yeah. Fuck right. Yeah, dude. Cause this shit's yeah. it, becoming more and more pervasive it's the internet is growing and this our little corner of it uh is leaking in more and more into you know into different areas normal normie areas you know and it doesn't get taken well 
it's, no. It's, oh, it's, no. It, it, you know, it, when these kids are saying, like, he literally, if anybody's not aware, again, for the audience, Nick Fuentes literally does this, he claims it to be somewhat ironic pledge for him. And the pledge is that you will kill, rape, and die for Nick J. Fuentes. He makes these kids say that all the time. If that doesn't strike you as something that you shouldn't be a part of, then you shouldn't be listening to my show either. Because Why is this you're guys still turning oxygen into CO two. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, because I, it's like I said when you went away there. What I think it is, he takes he takes a certain, he takes young conservative leaning men like 15, 16 year olds, and gets no them problem. involved in this shit so that they ruin their whole life ahead of them. They're never going to be in politics, certainly. And like I was just saying, they might not even have a place in the normal life. Sounds like a fucking pedo. There's pedophilia all around it. Of course there is. Yeah. I mean, you didn't even have to know to know, right? You just immediately sussed that out. No guy. There's accusations of pedophiles all around this place. Anybody young like that. That's just, no, that's an unnormal person. He, well, well, he also says things that like, he also, I'm not even making. Oh, this he believes shit up. in lowering the age of consent. I forgot that part. Well, yeah, yeah that, well, that, and also he, but also he has said things that like sleeping with women is, is gay. Is gay. I'm yeah. not even making that shit up. That's he, no. This is the quote. I want to get the quote perfect. Having sex with women is gay. That's a quote from Nicholas J. Fuentes. Meanwhile, I mean, both. Well, I know, yeah, everyone. Everyone here knows me. I'm like. I'm like that phrase doesn't compute in my no, brain. No, at that, all. That that comes back as a 404 right there. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe if you're, well, yeah, maybe if you're like a free, even then, like right. But yeah. he's telling these young incelly guys who have hard luck with women. He's teaching them, you know, antisocial behavior to do in normal public. He says to do this kind of shit. And then they wonder why they can't get laid. Well, you're running around saying that you're going to rape, kill, and die for some random weirdo fucking twink on the internet. You think a girl wants to sleep with you? Are you kidding me? No, they're not going to fucking want to have your baby. They're like, you're a fucking culty weirdo. You want to get a girlfriend, gentlemen? Just fucking be normal. Just like, talk to girls about like, Normal shit. <laughs> it's not that fucking hard. Yeah. Certainly not like fringe politics on the internet and lull cows. That's not going to get you laid. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's, you know, <laughs> most certainly is not going to get you laid. No. I mean, well, hold on. There is a chance because I know there are uh, females in this, you know, corner of the internet. But... But you don't want it, my friend. I promise. Yeah, but yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but who wants who wants to risk it with H. Pearl Davis? Davis. She That's why looks, I'm always telling guys just just a get out. trunk of a tree get trunk of a woman. Yeah, Pearl Davis is what you might find in here in this little internet box, but out there is a whole bunch of like normal women. Promise. You're gonna get her, you're gonna get her in your internet box. <laughs> <laughs> You might get the internet box girl, but she's usually not real. Uh, yeah, no, usually a guy, actually. No, and you know what? Even if, uh, even if by chance you, uh, you run into a girl and you meet her, trust me, they're not the same person you've been interacting with online. No, 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 they're not. 
I have one, I have a single count of uh, firsthand experience of that, and it it is it is actually mind bending to a certain degree uh, yeah. how much different inter- you know what I mean it can be. So, yeah. Point is, yeah. fellas, close the laptop, put your phone down, and uh, smile at that cute girl that you've been following around the fucking grocery store, you weirdo. Yeah. At least, at least start there. Uh, you know I've been telling them in your absence. Yeah, hell yeah. That's been my, that's been my crusade, right? <laughs> Just talk he, to girls, gentlemen. gentlemen uh, get out there. Talk to girls. They're real that, in the real world, and they might suck your dick if you're really, yeah. really nice. People asked what... <laughs> What should you say to a girl when you first approach her? And I'm just like, Hi. honestly, well, yeah. Do it Hi. The grocery store while you're holding a zucchini. That's the best. Hi. <laughs> Hi is, is a good. Hi is the perfect start. pickup line. I promise. You know, one of my go-tos <laughs> and not even, it's just one of my natural go-tos has been, has always been starting off with a compliment, like a, like a pretty basic compliment. Um, yeah. Like, uh, wow, you, you have really pretty hair. Or mm-hmm. your eyes are freaking crazy. What's the your thing name? is, the thing right. is, is that a lot of these beginners, like that's too much for them. What they need, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious, because like, I've talked to these guys and they're like, I don't even know how to talk to women, and it's like they actually have to just start with hi, yeah. well, oh, oh, because they need to build the confidence of talking to a fucking woman at all. Now oh, I know that's weird for us because we didn't grow up that way. But it does seem to be a very common thing. Nobody taught these guys how to just like say hi to girls. Well, uh, I mean, to, to be fair, I think a lot of the, these younger guys, at least the ones I've talked to, are afraid of getting me too, right? Exactly. I, and I I'm understand. And I understand that. But also, I think that me too, for the most part, has kind of died i think it was it was never something they themselves really had to worry about because they're no. the type of guy that's so worried about getting me too that they're like i just can't talk to girls they're obviously not a rapist no they're they're, right. they're just I mean? autistic yeah yeah they're just autistic and i get why they're afraid because you see that fucking happening and you're like god damn i don't want to get i don't want to get me too but you're probably not and it's really easy to tell if a girl's into you or not once you're actually in the conversation. But like I say, a lot of these guys, they literally have to start with like, hi, the weather is nice. And then the girl will say, yes, yes, it is. And that's like that. That's their quota for the week. Right. Sure. Because they need to build up to anything more than that. I, I wish I was kidding. But at the same time, at least you can recognize the problem and maybe how to solve it. It certainly worked for some of the younger guys I know. I can say that. Like, yeah. I was just like, okay, you can't, you can't hit on a girl. I get that. Why don't we start with high? <laughs> just high. Yeah, and I mean, the truth uh, is as true now as it was when we were growing up. Uh, it, there are definitely there were fucking shy, weird kids. Yep, guys, you know it, it, that we knew. I happened to be one of them to a certain degree. Me too. Um, same right which is why it's weird that i'm giving this advice at all no it's it's exactly <laughs> the type of person that should be giving it and that's the thing but look, i think what it really boils down to for a lot of these people and both men and women young and old but especially the young people is you know confidence and yeah. like and being your confidence in your just being who you are and like you can't just open the tap and let all of who you are out the first time you meet somebody but you also, you, you know, you got to take a chance. 
you you yeah. have to take that chance and it does like you said max starts with high and you don't have to have a script man like if yeah. someone is interesting no or, that's the uh, worst interact- thing actually is of script. course it is of course it is yeah you just need to be confident in being yourself and understanding that if you talk to this girl and she's like ah sorry bro i'm busy that it's not gonna fucking it's not gonna crush you you you, you tried you know but there's still, it, there's yeah. still like four billion others yeah, and if you get past the, the fuck you, dude, if you see a little smile on her face, mm-hmm. her eyes light up, you know what I mean? You can just fucking... You'll know You'll normal. know when a chick is into you. Right. For sure. And you might end up tongue-darting a turd cutter. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, that's that, that's, that's how it. easy it is, though. <laughs> that is you a literally way to might. If that's what you're... Like, hey, a lot of these guys, they'll say, look, I want to find a good girl who's a wife, and I'm, I, I'm leading them into that direction. But then there's some of them that are like, I just want to get laid one time. And it's like, it's that, that's a lot easier, actually. That's yeah. way, I could help you with that one. The, the finding a good wife thing is a much bigger fucking problem. <laughs> the, the thing of it is, too, is like a lot of these guys are like, and I, I used to fall into this category, too, of like, I wanted to, when I was like really young, I wanted to find the the perfect girl like the, the first time right and that's not gonna happen no of course not uh, right but a lot of these young guys think that that's and i well, to tell you it's i'm sorry to interrupt you but i do want to interject real quick it is certainly possible to find quote unquote the perfect one right away yep. but you have to do tremendous gymnastics mentally to yeah. make, you have to twist yourself around that person. It's not natural most of the time. Now you can find a literal perfect fit, but it's you know, you know, several decimal. But several, even then, it's hard. It's right. I, I can it's tell you. Rare. Go yeah. ask some couples. Like I know a bunch of couples that have been married 40, 50, fucking sixty years, right? And you None ask them. them it's hard. It's hard, it's hard from the fucking fuck. beginning. Yeah. I mean, that's what a good partner is going to challenge you, uh, you know, and and back and forth. Yeah, it's it's there's no such these fucking the fairy tale shit is it does exist, but it is they're fleeting moments amidst chaos of fucking just fights and shit flying around. You know what I mean? And fucking crying kids and shitty diapers and fucking all the other things that go along with, you know, having a family. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not supposed to be. And that's what you're signing up for. That's yeah, the you... thing I tell because some guys I'm like, man, like my buddy, right? He, he's like a confirmed bachelor for life. He don't want to ever get married. And I, and I completely understand why, because he doesn't want to deal with any of that shit. Also, because he's got like um, some illnesses that he doesn't think he wants to pass on to kids and stuff. That's perfectly fine. But if you sign up for a lifelong partnership with a woman and kids. It's it's not easy. It's, hard. it's, <laughs> it's hard. not easy. And yeah. look, the truth, the the universal truth in this world is nothing worth doing isn't going to fucking be hard. And right. typically the harder it is, the more rewarding it is. That's just no how it much. works. Yeah. Yeah, man. And where we 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 live in this world, especially these fucking younger people, men and women. And truth be told, a lot of our generation too, Max, you know, yeah. um the early thirties uh, generation or early mid late thirties at this point, 
Um, the internet wasn't around, of course, when we were little kids, but we still grew up with it, you know, uh, to I a degree. I was talking about this to uh, uh, Sunshine or whatever on Twitter and, and saying, like, he, you know, there's no guidebook or old wisdom for you as the first couple generations of internet parents, right? Yeah, and you are. You are that guidebook. Yeah, I can't ask my parents because I used to go on shit that I wasn't supposed to be on on the internet oh, under their watch. Of course, I know the. I know it so much better than they do. How could I ever ask them for advice? Sure. And I just don't. What I what I say and what I tell to everybody is the best advice I can give you is pay attention to what your kids are doing. You and, and limit screen time like that. Like if you're not yeah. limiting screen time already. You've already behind the ball because your kids are, are witnessing thing, horrific things that you don't want them to see, period. But then on top of that, you've got to know what they're doing during fucking screen time. Yeah. You can't, you can't just pass this off onto like Microsoft to raise your fucking kid. I think it's I actually think it's a bit I think it's a bit deeper than that. Personally, it's it's sort of like um, the sex and drugs uh, talk from way before the Internet where you can do everything you everything in your power as a parent to prevent right. monitor but they are gonna do it what's right. important is teaching them how to navigate it right and i and, and i do get on the both. internet they're I gonna because my boy not, is seven right so right it's not like i'm like uh, there's certain things like he's not allowed to do multiplayer games on xbox because the people on xbox are foul mouths right, right. and um things like that but but i know like one day yeah he's gonna find porn on the end of course he is he's a fucking boy uh like these things you have to understand that they're gonna find them these exist they're, pervasive, in fact, man. they're shoved in everybody's face yeah. and uh that's you have to be able to but see, what we do is we we shut a lot of the world out inside of our home, but we go out into the world too, you know, uh, metaphorically. That's, very, that's yeah. very that's very important. Yeah, I mean, you got to substitute. But the problem that is that every parent is going to encounter, unless you raise your kids in the fucking woods, which if you have the power to do so and do so comfortably. Uh, do so, of course, you know, homeschool your kids, teach them fucking how to raise and, you know, survive off their own livestock yeah. and, and farm and shit like that. But 99% of the country doesn't have anywhere close to those resources. Um, mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, I, I just think that, um, and yeah, I wasn't accusing you or anybody else. I just, no, think no. just for, Again, with my, I do feel like we're the elders at this point. Those of us that have survived and didn't uh, turn on a live stream, you know, fucking lively blow our brains out or any any number of all the, the crazy other shit that's happened to people that, you know, have been on the internet since its inception um, yeah. is to pass the, I don't know. I mean, this is well, hold on. This is exactly what I was talking about with boomers earlier. What I meant by that is like, it, it, like generationally, they're less familiar with computers and internet culture than us. That's what I meant by that. And so those people making laws about internet it, stuff, we created it. Right, right. That yeah. doesn't that doesn't you're, mean you're saying we're not familiar with it enough. Well, That's you said you're in your fifties. Yeah, and I write code for a living. I, but, I okay, not all right, but generationally, generationally, would you say more people in me is fucking 65? Would you say more people in your age group are better with computers or yeah, not in younger age groups? Okay, but look, yeah, 
That's okay. all I'm trying to say. It's not yeah, a not but. Suggesting, you don't not have suggesting. to defend yourself. I'm yeah, not it's not suggesting. I, I know where I'm coming from. What what, what work field are you in? Uh, I work with like, computers. Okay, but you said you were also in Me. broadcasting or something, yes. right? Yes. Okay. Both so of those things, yes. What's your mainstay? Is it broadcasting or your your writing computer languages? I didn't say I write computer languages, but I can certainly read and code them, yes. Yes, and that's what we do. And and for the most part, the guy that trained me is retiring, and that's why I'm replacing oh. him. What? But but social media oh, is not the... said something. What go on? Yeah. Okay, but 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 here's kind of my point. Here's kind of my point, Wolverine. And I was gonna say this earlier. I think this is something that needs to be said. You and Max and me, because we're all kind of in the technology field for our day jobs. Yeah. We're we're the we're the exception to the rule, right? My right. Exactly. even in, even in, in my, my age group, most people aren't good with computers. I'm not yeah, like attacking anybody. Me included, yeah. No, but I'm just saying it's it runs the gambit. I mean, the girl who died before me, who I replaced, she was 26. Unfortunately, she got cancer. Because, well, we can get that to another state, but it's she was perfectly healthy before lockdown. So yeah, um. I replaced her, and the guy that was her mentor was a guy who trained her, and he's 63, now 65, because I've been with him two years, and he's now out the boot. There's some and amazingly attacked baby boomers. I never said I there wasn't. Got, and I just got told to train a new guy behind me who's now in his early, late 20s, excuse me. But he'll be replacing me, which is great, because I, I, I need to fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> What I what I'm saying though, and listen, there are there are definitely technologically illiterate uh, millennials and Zoomers. Too. Look, 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 we had we had Kurt Doolittle on the show, who's yeah. who's much older and is one of the my smartest dad, computer people I know. I never yeah. said that they weren't. My all... father's dead, and he he taught but, me how to write computer. But, but yeah, by and large, let's, let's let me finish. Let's let me finish. That that's that's what I'm saying though. Is like all of us are taught. All of us are kind of um, are kind of the the exception to the rule. From what I've noticed, most most uh, baby boomers that I know here in Florida don't really know how to do anything on, on computers. The ab- and they don't care. That's the thing. They don't want to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care. Yeah. It's just. But the problem is, is when a lot of those people sit in Congress who feel this way, right? And they yeah. write laws about technology, and they that, don't know anything an about it. No, it's a huge issue. And I that's agree. what yes. I was trying to talk that's, about earlier. That's why, well, that's why earlier when I was trying to talk, this is like you know we were heated, we were getting each other. I've got three former senators. I can't say their names. They they work in the company I work for. I'm a DOD contractor. Nobody's government. We're all Ooh. contractors. So we're all, we're all at will employees, but we work for the government. And we've had three former oh. senators leave the fucking government just to work for us because they know how fucked up it is. And they took four companies we combined to become one, and we want to help and fix that shit. Because Congress don't know Jack, but when they realize what programs we're trying to implement, and yes, we're guilty of this, when we line their pockets, it pushes them to push whatever they need to push in Congress to get them the fuck out of our way 
so we can get shit done the right way. Right, yeah. right. That's and that's who ends it. up writing the legislation. That's what yes, I'm saying. We, the, we write it. The, 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 companies, the companies, we write, write it. the legislation, and these old boomers don't know any of it, so they don't fucking care as long as they're paid. Right. Yeah. And they're not tech people, and they don't no. want to be tech people. No. And the, but they're going to write the new DMCA laws, right? They're going to write the laws about all of this stuff, and then we just have to live with it. Yes, that's what I was pointing. That's the system we live in. Yeah, that's right. That's it. Right, right. And the system we live in also necessitates. This is what I've been saying: is that the baby boomers have had power long enough. Too long. And and now this the, the the interesting thing is this election is the first one where baby boomers are not the majority voting population. Millennials Correct. are. Correct. How that shakes out, I don't know. We'll see. I guess. If they if they cheat, it'll fuck us. If they don't, yeah. If cheat, they cheat, we'll never know the answer away. to my question. If they cheat, we're fucked. Because my question is, how does that actually shake out, right? And if they cheat, then we don't we, actually get they, an answer. Well, it, we have to sit back and watch because none of us are here. Another score can do anything about it. But that with that and this is what we've been talking a lot about on the show as of late with me and sam the implications of the baby boomer generation kind of moving aside in terms of power within the gop means that the party itself is restructuring framing more around the millennials which are primarily on the gop side primarily trump supporters yep that's what a lot of these never trumpers don't like we're upsetting their apple cart but yep. the fact of the matter is a lot of them are older than fucking dirt and need to go home. Yeah. Well, On what, both sides. Well, what I what I was also what I also said too at the very at the very beginning of the show that uh you know the Evelyn Economist is um you know the reason why Tucker did you know the 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 interview that he did tonight was intentionally to duck was basically to you know flip the bird to Fox News because let's face it, he was pretty much there. He was pretty much the only reason why anyone under seventy five watched Fox News at all. Right. I, that's I people say that Fox News's demographic is sixty five and older. I think that's generous because I you know I, I'll uh, I'll disagree for one part is he does want to give the fuck you the. To F to Fox. Oh yeah, but, but bro, do you how know how much he made? <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. He made a shit ton. He made so much more tonight than he would have ever made doing this interview with with Fox with him. That's why he put it off so long. Fuck Drop yeah, it. he did. Drop it at the perfect time, and then we're like, oh, a debate? Yeah, let's yeah. do it then. That's why Vanguard and BlackRock go suck a dick for what they yeah. did to fucking truck tru Tusker. Oh, fuck, I can't even talk now. <laughs> you know, that kind of yeah. comes along with the the shift I'm talking about with like the kind of millennial uh, GOP because like we're sick of that kind of shit. Yeah, we are. We're for Trump just upturning the fucking apple cart and saying like, oh, your little fucking game that you're playing where you all circle jerk each other about how important yeah. you are. I'm just gonna snap my fingers and be way more important than all of you. Let, let me tell you guys a little something that, that Trump did that a lot of his guys in, in the IC didn't see happening. So in 2012, Obama did something that fucked a lot of us. And he changed a, a time lot towards a lot of our security clearances. So what happened was basically my, I lost my career when Obama won his second term. 
And I was out of a job in 2013. And it stayed that way until October 2016. And I got a phone call. So I got a phone call from a guy I used to work for in Afghanistan in IED work, which is counter, you know, counter, you know, road bombs. And he was like, Eric, um, I've got a job for you. I can't tell you what it's about. It's going to send you to Quantico. And I was like, say no more. I was like, what do I got to do? He's like, you need to wait for election. And then I can tell you yes or no. Election came. I got the invite. I went to Quantico, Virginia. Went to go work for the FBI for two solid years. The first year was great. We were under a Trump. But then when Comey got booted and shit went nuts and it, and this was like too much, too much, and too fast for me. It was, I didn't realize what the fuck was going on. So by near the end of 2018, I, I was like, bye guys. I'm going back to Afghanistan to work on bombs again. And I went back to Afghanistan. And, uh, <clears throat> dude, but I had no career. I was back in the civilian world where I had no record of work. I, I literally was, um, I worked for, Maybe a little bit more than uh, uh, basic. What, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call it? What do you call the base money you work for in a job? Uh, base pay. Minimum wage. Minimum wage. Oh yeah, minimum wage. My, my first job after leaving Afghanistan was for minimum wage in the state of Florida, and uh, working as like a park lot attendant. Uh, and I'd been like. You know, dis dismantling bombs and all this shit, and it was nuts. And uh, I think the last job I had before I went back to work for the government under Trump administration, um, I was doing like um, working wait stations at truck stops. You know, uh, implementing the um, the the wait stations, which is dude, it's it's heavy ass work. It's like you're on your hands and knees. Doesn't pay great. You know, so it's like. And I had no. Why is everybody laughing? I don't get it. Uh, I'm I'm just checking stuff on Twitter right now. I'm always. All right, never mind. I'm done talking. I'm done talking. You got to get no, it. No, no, Wait, no. I'm no, always no. laughing. But now I'm gonna get a beer. But, I was just anyway. gonna say I, I believe that. Yeah. Thanks. I'll be right back. Um, I believe no. he was a parking station attendant. <laughs> is he done? I, I, I had to step away for a second. <laughs> Anyway, no, no, uh, no, the so, the interview was great. I think if you missed it, Apex, you should probably I, go watch it. It's worth it. I did, and I intend, you know, to be honest with you, I've never been to rumble.com ever in my life. I guess, <laughs> I guess it's about time. I <clears throat> well, 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 you could you could always sub the channel while you're there, you know. Well, that's the that would be the only reason to do so to, to start. Yeah. A way, Max, I appreciate comment and I appreciate it, right? Yeah. But um, yeah. So Trump. Uh, I mean, is there anything in that interview he didn't nail down? That I think should be a good well, final question. What Trump said was straightforward, solid. So there's there's nothing to, like take back from that. I'm I'm chuckling because I'm trying to find shit on the debate. To see I figured. I to figured that's exactly what it was because I was too. I was looking on all the news source. That's what we were both laughing about the same thing. We weren't laughing at anything you were saying. We're looking at the debate news, and there's just yeah. nothing. Yeah, there, there's, there's nobody a, watched it. I'm yeah, not what we were laughing about. 
Yeah, no, no, but nobody cares. I mean, well, you had, you had. The I think I saw one person somewhere say Vivek won in their mind or whatever. But other than that, I can't find anybody that watched the fucking thing. Which is which? I didn't even know the debate was happening until yesterday. I, uh, I didn't. I yeah, didn't. I, I don't think I did either. To be honest with you. <clears throat> Well, because because like normal people who live normal lives, there's not much of a fucking primary going on right now. Yeah. Well, well, there's also, Trump and the also rants. Well, also, uh, yeah, think, go ahead, Sammy. Well, also, I mean, it's pretty funny because I I was on Facebook and all my all my all my normally people are like, isn't political stuff usually on Tuesdays and not Wednesdays and. <laughs> true yeah usually because that's when elections are uh held that's, and... that's partially why we're on wednesday it makes it easier right yeah usually <laughs> usually we get to cover the stuff that happened yesterday but no trump and tucker had to listen we actually got 25 viewers which is which is impressive considering that like uh, hey guys you know <laughs> We yeah. actually got 25 viewers considering that, which is impressive considering that like no one was going to watch this tonight because of, of Tucker and That's the debate. That's man. So. It's just like politics. Nobody fucking, if I wasn't doing the show, you know this, if I wasn't doing the show, I ain't following the shit for anything this year anymore. It's so like, like I'm, I'm up for the election next year. Yeah. This primary shit. Give me a break. Look, if Joe Biden lives, he's he and he wants to run again, he's gonna I, fucking get it. And if Trump, if they don't literally fucking put him in prison and say you can never ever run, is gonna get it. We know what it's gonna be. Nobody else is standing a chance against either one of them, and it's just a pointless exercise in trying to get them all on stage so that they can later write a book and sell a million copies to China. Honestly, I'm more at this. That's point. what they're running for. Honestly, at this point, I'm more interested in uh, how cyber on how a uh, cyberpunk uh, Phantom <laughs> yeah. Liberty, Phantom Liberty. Exactly. I, I, I'm more interested in that than I am fucking, fucking Starfield's about right to come now. out. Who cares about the Yes, dude. I saw something kind of ironically funny this morning. I was watching Don Bongino on Rumble, and he was talking about how the fuck that. Uh, you know, it, it's say Trump does get arraigned, gets arrested, goes to prison. You only have to empty that fucking prison because he has to have be 24-7 fucking secret service. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, and it'd be, and it would be funny as they send him to like the D.C. prison. So they'd well, have to. No, I no mean, it's like I said, they're, they're, they're charging him with the death penalty. So why even bother? <laughs> Just shoot him on the spot. He doesn't have the death penalty. Now, hear me out. I already looked at the charge. He's charged with the death penalty offense. He they haven't said what they're going for yet. That's that's a falsehood, bro. Anyways, look, but it would be funny. It, it, but it's nice you fucking <laughs> interact. I'm trying to, like, say something. You know, you know what? I'm done talking. Let this guy talk. Max. All right. Talking. Good. About <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> Max, uh, you were such a fucking piece of shit, dude. What the <laughs> fuck, man? I'm a uh, cat. I'm a guest podcast. Let me fucking talk. This was like my whole thing from the get go. It's like you just fucking attack. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Look, to be fair, it's Sammy's show, but that's why he needs a co host that's going to do shit like this. He's had one one for fucking. You think Alex didn't do this? So, Sam, (laughs) let me put it this way. 
you invited me. I actually one of one of my more famous moments on the show was was with another veteran uh, that I just triggered who, real hard, real who, fast. Who by who by the way, you know it's it's Pope it's Pope Metallicus. Now to be yeah. fair. <laughs> Now, to be fair, Pope Metallicus went off on me because I thanked, I thanked him for his service, and he was like, "Well, you've never served, so you don't." Well, that's I- the thing. A lot, a lot, yes, a lot of us do get that way because we realized what we served was false. Right, and and, 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 and it and must a, and happen of, all the a lot time. Of right? will take who don't realize it yet will take extreme fucking offense to that but yeah what, what we served was bullshit yeah oh, no oh no i'm this, glad this... i served my country but my government was evil and my government made wrong wars over right shit. and i yeah. and even people yeah. who don't lost, feel that way though i lost my father my brother has brain damage the rest of his life i lost family like i lost my wife i lost the family i was going to have right and and i it takes me every day because I, I i guys i'll be straight up i have more days behind me than in front of me and there are some days that are very hard for me that i i just do want to end it and that's not a serious point and i have sure. a lot of friends who i talk to and tell them not to because you let them win when you do that now unfortunately i was away in africa and my best friend did that. Now, and to this day, I feel very guilty. I was not around to keep him from putting that gun in his mouth. Look, and that's with, all due, with all due respect to a lot of us, with all due respect, man, uh, I don't know that you could have stopped him from doing that. Um, uh, with uh, a couple of family members now, close family members that have uh, done the same thing, not having served or anything. Uh, and I understand, I, I definitely get your, you know, where you're coming from. The thing is, is we all have our demons and we, we, they weigh on us differently. Uh, you know, like you said, some, uh, you know, some that have formerly served, it doesn't bother them that much. I think that it bothers most of them, at least to some degree, but some a lot more than others to the point they, they don't think they can live anymore. Yeah. But I, but I also know that, uh, the, the, the truth of just the real world outside of warfare, uh, obviously they're obviously not the same thing. I, I, I clearly one is far more traumatic than the other, but without having, you know, the normal person having to experience, uh, the battlefield and watching your friends die that way, uh, just simply failing in life, um, in various degrees can right. just, can just yeah. push you to that point, you know? And I, I mean, that, that's kind of what I was talking about earlier before we got off uh, on this little tangent is about the young people and how yeah. the Internet is an integral part of society now. It is. Yeah, you cannot you, you cannot escape it. So the best thing I think that all of us can do is to try and, you know, like, <laughs> fuck, you know, th- there was World War Two which was the first time the modern world had seen uh, anything of that scale. And uh, they're called the greatest generation, right? Because many of them went and and died. And those that didn't came back uh, and have been venerated as heroes. Uh, We have the birth of the internet, you know, (laughs) 
and they're uh, you know as as frequent as it was for heroes to die and or come back home or or come back home as heroes back in that era it's a very small percentage of young people doing that now and they do exist of course there are there are tons of st- military heroes still but it's it's not nearly on the scale it's you know what i mean it's not a world war these people are mostly forgotten uh they don't get uh the hero praise that they probably deserve in a lot of cases you know the ones that actually yeah. deserve it um you know and i could understand you know I don't generally thank service members for their service just because I know they served. Uh, I mean, I will treat them with the utmost respect like I tend to do most human beings, but I don't. Same same here, by the way. I don't do that specifically because I know a lot of veterans who tell me not even like what he was saying. Like, I understand what you're saying. You don't believe in the cause. They don't even care about that part. It's just like they have so many people coming up to them day in and day out saying thank you for your fucking service. It's like we know. okay. like bless you. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like yeah, a, right. in, 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 and it's awkward for a lot of them I because they're not social guys. Yeah, I don't do it so much anymore. But the other the other thing too was when I was growing up, my grandfather was a was a World War II veteran, and he kind of he kind of grilled it into me that you know you thank veterans for their service. So that you was th- my you thank them for their sacrifice. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Because that's, yeah. that's yeah. a term I use more often, but I don't even say it. In fact, it was said to me not too recently. It was really weird, man. Uh, so yeah. I, it was about a year and a year and a half ago when I was finally, finally, it, I mean, it's laughable. I finally waited a year and a half ago to finally do a VA to get my fucking loan to buy a house. I just, I don't know. Why. Well, I know why. But I was just like, I saw the the economy and i was like oh fuck i better buy a house what the fuck so i finally used my va loan option you know and so i found did file for the va and uh they they set you up with a, a, a person they set you up with a regular uh person who does real estate but they're just they're just going oh he's doing va and this this lady was like hey thank you for your sacrifice it was fucking first time i heard it phrased that way and but and i was just like cool awesome all right well i i i appreciate that i'll i'll definitely keep that in in mind now so yeah i mean i think it's just i think it's like most things you know if you go into it uh, into a human interaction with some sort of script in your mind Mm -hmm. uh, it's not gonna go it's not gonna go very well whether you're talking to women and where it goes really well, where it's not said. Uh, first time I flew back from Afghanistan was on my first. I spent eleven months there. I'm going on leave to go back for another year, and uh, uh, we're we're flying in. We just we landed in Germany, and then we're coming in. I think we landed in New York, and we weren't even expecting it. And it was all these guys of a local, uh, what do you call it, VFW. Veteran uh-huh. foreign, veterans of foreign wars, and they—it was crazy. They were shaking all our hands. We didn't even know it was going to happen. And these dudes had been to World War II, Vietnam, Korea, and they're like, "Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service." You know, you know, and then you're like, "Like, oh fuck, these are like our grandpas and shit." Like, holy fuck! And then we we ended up going to the local bar in the airport, drink with these fuckers. It was fucking awesome, dude. 
Yeah. Uh oh, did we lose? I think we lost Apex for I'm right back. I've got my bladder's about to go lose. So so um yeah, he kind of uh, cut out there. No, I mean, what I always do is I just treat... Uh, oh, there he is. I just treat wow. people with uh, the respect I think they deserve, and yeah. company included. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was the worst... I mean, and I mean this, in all the years, that was the worst glitch out from a chat I've ever had. It was a blast beat of fucking <laughs> right in my nice. fucking ears and it wouldn't i couldn't click out like it glitched my uh, own fucking computer oh yeah well uh any, i i did want to ask so we uh, don't know who won the debate we were all both looking for that well think... i'm looking now and vivek is i think vivek I is it's trending vivek, yeah. Uh, yeah i'm assuming vivek yeah, um, uh, vasectomy, Ross. R- r- yeah, who's that r- vasectomy guy that's running? Ramaswamy. Ramis, uh, he's old. He's old New Hampshire boy. Vasectomy, I'm looking at. I'm looking. Uh, I, look, I love that he has that name, but you listen to him talk, and he's like rural New Hampshire as fuck. My yeah. new. Uh, my vasectomy new sucks salami. Is that one word? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My new, my yeah, new but then favorite. he'll go pack the cat, have a yard. Like, it's so funny, <laughs> just the, the dichotomy of him being so like, ethnic and yet so New England. Yeah, he's I, probably I, New going, you see my khakis? <laughs> yeah, I do have to show uh, this because this is. Oh, wait, hold on. I did want to clarify to Mr. Wolverine. I mentioned that that uh, that other former military person that I spoke to that i triggered had nothing to do with military service i just came in and made a joke uh about, about star star trek being a communist utopia and he <laughs> lost his fucking mind that's weird he lost his fucking mind and it you know, was something i think that even relates to that is the fact that star trek did have a lot of military influence into it thanks to uh Dolan, uh, Scotty, what's yeah. his real name? G- yeah, Gene Rock. So Klingon was invented by reversing Russian. So Dolan was a Canadian. Um, in- oh, in- I heard a lot of background. Sorry. Did, uh, so, I think I think we're losing Apex again. Oh, he's roboting. Yeah. Yeah. He's so Dolan was with working with Ronberry. He created the Klingon language. It was reversed Russian into backwards. And that had a lot to do with the fact that Doolin, yeah, he dude, he'd been a D-Day. He was a Canadian intelligence officer. He, he had a huge military background before he went to acting. Uh, and and he worked hand-in-hand with Ron Barry with a lot of the uh, the writing of some of the episodes. Not a lot of them, but a, a good amount. Isn't, uh, yeah, I, and I'm not debating that but i mean i've also heard that there are theories that like because there's like united federation and you know earth controls everything that it kind of oh and also the fact that i supposedly money doesn't exist in the star trek uh you're you're beyond me i never got into that kind of thing but i'll I'll take your word for it no but he was he was kind of going above and beyond with it to make a point yeah, and the guy it didn't like the, joke. the future. We don't need money, but yeah, I can see that. You know, a- Apex is also kind of a, a troll. A bit. No, I like, would never yeah. say that about Apex. Yeah, 
Yeah. Hey, do we get a? I would never say that about Apex. So, well, of course, neither would I. Um, speaking just... of Vivek, though, um, so both of you guys know one of my favorite one of my favorite accounts in X now is Trump with Vivek Junior. <laughs> yep. So my favorite hey, account. Hey, back. What's up, dude? Damn, fellas, look, this Samsung laptop from literally 2009 might be it's on its probably way. Probably shitting the bed, bro. You have a laptop from 2009? <laughs> yeah, it's a Samsung. It's a Samsung. Uh, something. Uh, RS RS 801 or something like dude, that. That thing yeah, literally breathing its life. Last life's based right based in pre Microsoft internal ex security exploit update <clears throat> pilled. Opponents just don't live yeah. that long, man. Holy! Fuck. I also well, I have also upgraded the. Uh, you know the hard drive and um, yeah. the RAM and stuff you recently. Gotta you gotta keep that well, motherfucker like around. I still have a. This Dell thing is a. I, can't, I cannot. Eleven. I literally cannot believe that this thing works as well as it does. It's fantastic. Well, I mean, as long as you replace the parts, it will. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. I sit here and vape all fucking day in this room, and it just sucks it in there. It's like fucking. <laughs> Chug it, chug it, chug it, chug it. Open that motherfucker up. It's gonna be wet. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, I don't give a fuck. I'll throw it in the ocean along with my bat, my car batteries, my used car batteries. My favorite, uh, my favorite from my favorite account on X now is is this are the is the uh, Trump history. Uh, oh yeah, the AI, the AI fucking images. Those are pretty funny. So one that one that's trending right now is uh, Donald Trump tells a young. Viper promised following that he will choose him to be his VP in the 2024 presidential that would, election. That would be a good move, uh, but I don't think it wouldn't be a good move for for uh, vivisection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's he's not really running to run though. Anyway, he's, he's yeah. He almost seems like a disruptor. Yeah, that's his whole point. He, he's yeah. running. He's running because the Libertarian Party is not worth running to be a disruptor in because nobody pays attention to them. <laughs> that's that's literally it. Yeah. Because that's where I met him before, as with that uh, Mass Libertarian Party. Nice guy. Oh. No, he seems uh, he seems pretty genuine, but yeah. uh, but the, he ha he has no illusions that he's winning this election either. The 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 best thing at Vivek is. That Shmuley's impression of uh, Vivek actually got us a lot of views. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I should really? start. I should crack Good back deal. into the impressions. We uh, a generous support of the show. Let's just put it that way. Started a clips channel for us on YouTube and uploaded that, and it got like three hundred views. That oh, was, nice. That nice. That was that was the first uh, video. On there, I like so. the fact that uh, two or three days ago, um, um, vivisection was on uh, <laughs> CNN and he fucking uh, literally called out deep state, uh, in a sideways called out 9 11. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah, dude, it was, and then CNN's like trying to throw words in his mouth, he's like literally going, No, I'm not gonna let you do that. This is what I said, and this is what I think, and here you go. Well, the fact that he went on the on the Breakfast Club too, which is very far left, 
is yeah look i gotta be honest with you i'm so fucking blackpilled on all this politics shit and i yeah. have been for a while but yeah but vivek does not i mean he seems so real that it's he, he seems fake uh you know I've never met the man, so all I have is through these stupid fucking screens. Uh, my my that, opinion is fair enough. I can say from somebody that that spent a decent amount of time, uh, yeah, hanging out with him. That Which, I think I think everything. I've never heard him say anything in private that contradicts anything he's saying now. Well, no, and that's good. You're the first person I've met, and well, I, you know, I, this, this will come from the, ahead, the Irish fucking uh, fucking. Um, demographic i was I, I, that and and racist fuck and i don't <laughs> give a fuck and i i'm and well look the guy is a fucking dot head okay so he's a plant how dare you say that <laughs> and, and look man fucking he and yes i like what he's saying i agree with what he's saying and, and what he's saying is not false but i'm a racist but i'm a racist as fuck yeah how fucking dare you I, guess. I mean, oh, keep it with a poo and Kmart or, or Smart Mart. What do you call it? <laughs> uh, but, but in all reality, no. The, the guy, I, I love him. I, I think it's great. Does he have any amount of. Is he going to get anywhere? No. No. Nah. But he's good. He's a good dude. He is. He he went from nobody to now people know who he is. That's I think all he really he, intended to accomplish. Yeah. Listen, yeah, I I will give him this. He took the he took the Santas uh, the he took yeah. the, the, the 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 sanctimonious <laughs> the, the rhino the rhino's golden boy got decimated by yeah. by an Indian. Yeah, That's he took hilarious. out he took out Ron D. Also Rantis. Uh, yeah. Nah, it yeah, it. I mean, we could pretty much see where it's going from here. Is yeah. none of them are gonna break ten percent ever again, and Trump wins, and so this whole dog and pony show. That's why I say Vivek wins. He wins because he went from nobody knew who he was to people know who he is and think he might be genuine. Maybe. Yeah, that's a win. Other than that, nobody really wins. Uh, other than that, uh. Any Trump always wins, you know. Or should we, or should we kill this thing? Yeah, my it? wife gonna kill me sooner or later. I gotta get Holy out of here. Fuck. Yeah, it is twelve thirty, and I know that you know we all have <laughs> stuff to do. So yeah, we're fuck it. Speak for yourself, <laughs> you crippled bastard. Ah, I got in a jab. Look at that. Are, are That's you... the other thing. I just started like. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, <laughs> Sorry. This, it, well, this is another thing: is you talk over me, Max talks over me. Uh, you know, it's it's just like it's a normal. Well, look, thing. I I feel like I'm the only one. <laughs> Damn it! I am the only one. I definitely talked over you a lot, but I am also the only one that goes shut the fuck up, everybody. Sammy was talking, and I also will do the same thing to myself, and I have done that. Maybe not as much as I've talked over you, but at least I try. Admittedly, though, I, I don't know if you've caught all of them, but I have had to do the shut the fuck up and let Sammy talk thing to Shmuley quite mm. a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it happens quite a lot. Sammy makes it easy to talk over him. You you stuttering fucking. Uh, 
handicapped bastard. It's bait. It's How bait. Get it all he, he, doesn't out. Even, he doesn't even really have a stutter. That's the thing you didn't know. No, he doesn't. Time. He just no, he fakes doesn't. it so that you talk over him and then he can make you look like an asshole. The, the yeah, you funny. know what's funny? No, hold on, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to cut you off right there <laughs> to go with the theme is if you go back far enough, Sammy did not talk quite the same way. I think I turned him into, uh, I think I rotted his brain a little bit, slowed him down. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, buddy. Oh, <laughs> uh, that that is partially true. Um, maybe. <laughs> so, um, I'm just fucking with you, so, man. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes they're like, I do purposely emphasize a little bit, like if I'm fucking with people. Um, Mr. yeah, like in the case where you might want somebody to talk over you, so you do a stutter that's extra duper long so then you can continue doing it so well that you... yeah, yeah well yeah. with mr with mr i was nice to you uh, <laughs> yeah you know what you know what's what's fucking great is it i know sammy's smart so even if like if he doesn't know what the hell he's saying especially on a night he's drinking he can just like stutter a little bit and he knows whether it's me or it's you or it's whatever guest is here. It's just going to fucking grab right on and start talking. Oh, and then yeah, he, you there know, you go. Yeah. It's just a trick. He's just he's like, he's like, shit, I don't want to talk for the next 10 minutes. Sammy's well, I tripping. think that. <laughs> um, that, uh, uh, that Ron DeSantis, uh, uh and it's not, know, because, it's not just because we love to hear our own Dan, voice. You too. guys, we all, we're all panicking. We're panicking because we want to save Sammy from the yeah, stutter. Yeah, yeah. He's exactly. got us by the balls, though. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel obligated to step in here and <laughs> I just go, I can talk. Yeah, yeah, I got plenty of stuff to talk about. Jeez. Damn it. You guys have me figured out. <laughs> Shit. Look, I, I, I figured it out when we could get I figured it out when we when I could get your shirt off from chat long before it was your co-host. That was <laughs> well, that was that was uh the old DZ crew. Oh so yeah, that that's Good going times. that's and going Smoley's just a whole nother fucking can of worms. He's just oh, out there. Apex has not met Shmuley yet. Yes, I, yes, I have. I've been on yeah. with him. Oh a couple times. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You have. Yeah, it's funny. He's been oddly quiet when I've been here. But uh, well, he's always awfully quiet until he has something to say, and then he doesn't shut up for ten minutes, and then he's quiet again. Oh no, I didn't say off. I meant I said oddly. I don't know if. It, oh. Sorry. No, no, no. That's what he does. It does. It's annoying sometimes on the show too because he won't add anything for like an hour, and then he'll come out and he has like an autistically detailed ten minute bit about chicken nuggets. You know, <laughs> I'm like you had stuff. You could have said something. No. <laughs> No, yeah, but chicken nuggets, he's gotta get that out there. He'll 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 bring up the most micro niche of micro niche subjects too. Yeah. So or occasionally when we're in just the middle of talking about a news story, he'll go off on a tangent that's sort of related to it that he just wanted to get out all week. And mm -hmm. uh and they're usually entertaining, but it's he, it comes out of left field. We're just he, like, what the fuck's going on? He did go off on like a on a pretty epic, uh, you know, thing a few weeks ago about how the about how the Barbie movie is based in Red Pill. I don't give a fuck about the Barbie movie. 
I'm a I'm a dude. But that's, he, that's been my stance all along. If you're that upset about the Barbie movie, you probably lose your man card. But his but his bit about the Barbie movie Who is hilarious. <laughs> no, that's their trick. Their trick is. Oh hey, Barbie is blah blah blah. So they go, oh, let me go check it out. No, fuck that. It's Barbie. Yeah, if, if yeah, I'm they not put... a five-year-old girl, I don't need to be watching the Barbie movie. Well, yeah, I mean, look, it it's it feels like another fucking psyop level type shit, maybe minor level, but putting it, what's his yeah. nuts as uh Ken, the you know, the the huge meme. I mean, and, and I feel like it's not even that's not even really like super niche. The what's the fuck is his name? Ryan Gosling or Gosling, whatever. Yeah, Gosling, yeah. Um, you know, his Blade Runner me that that shit's fucking everywhere. And it's like a it's like a manly or, or like overall masculine sort of meme that's been around for a long fucking time. Yeah. And uh yeah, you know, maybe not on purpose, but maybe. Who the fuck knows? I don't I wouldn't put well, anything past those motherfuckers. I feel like they were like, Yeah, yeah we'll but- have him because patriarchy bad. But mm-hmm. like it just kind of backfired on them because of the meme nature of it, right? Uh, but then I was just like, yeah. But you, like I even said this to Shmuley, I was like, yeah. But you you just admitted to going to watch the Barbie movie though, so you lose your man card anyway. You know what I went and watched <laughs> was the Meg Two, and it was just as fun, if not more, than the first one. Piece of shit, piece of shit movies, both of them, yeah. but they are fun. Yeah, and we. It feels like a long time since movies like that have come out. And then maybe they have, but they're not like, uh, they're not big budget. Uh, you know what I mean? You don't I see don't, them in theaters. I don't, need a, I don't need every movie to be like some sort of epic, uh, you know, grandiose thing. Sometimes yeah, part of a franchise with Look, 30 honest, sequels. Sometimes I just want Jason Statham playing that fucking wave runner game from Nintendo 64 while throwing spears at giant sharks, you know, yeah, yeah. that's so, fucking fun. Well, like, you know, Sharknado made a lot of waves a couple years ago for that very reason, which it was mm-hmm. low budget, but people didn't care that it was low budget. People didn't stupid. care that the concept was yeah. stupid. It was just a fun movie to watch. It's fun. Right. It, who gives a fuck it? You're to just escape. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to make sense. You know what I mean? No, you uh, need to base your whole f- philosophical worldview on this series of films. I I actually brought this yeah. point up today uh, with the whole Ahsoka thing, right? Like, oh, you mean oh shit? Well, uh, no, well, that. But I'm looking at a meme right now. It's called oh shit. So I so I I have to I have to ask this. I'm a I'm a pretty hardcore Star Wars fan, but. Mm. Trying to keep, trying to keep track, and Marvel suffers from the same thing too. But like, trying to keep of all the, trying to keep of, trying to keep track of like all the different timelines and shit, and all the different Yay. TV shows. Yeah, as well, it, keeping track of all the lore in even Marvel without the other timelines would be tricky, because there's there's like so many side characters that had to run a comic books that people consider really really fucking important or whatever. To know everything in just the Marvel like traditional, right? They call it six one six universe is autistic enough. But then you also have to know the stuff in this universe that crosses over with it, in the Ultimate Universe, and this and that. And if you don't know all that, you're not going to enjoy the film. Good luck. And and so and so that's what I'm saying. Like 
I, decipher, I decipher this Latin manuscript before you can enjoy our film. Yeah. <laughs> we're, like, we're, but you're dealing with us who, who dealt with the Thrawn trilogy. Who sure. Read yeah. No, okay. I mean. And, then, and, and, and I watched Rebels. And when I watched this, and I just did, before I jumped on y'all's stream, I literally, literally watched the first two episodes of Ahsoka. And there's a lot of stuff that I'm not willing to just go into right now because I don't give a fuck. But there's some stuff that kind of fucked up. So what? Yeah, can can I, discuss, can I ask what this is? Like, what is this? Like, no, I'm I'm just going to say, look, this is just Filoni's whatever to his fucking internet waifu. I shouldn't say internet. His Star Wars waifu of Ahsoka. That's all it is, bro. So, but I no, but that, but that, piece of shit. but that's all he does is he borrows stories, changes names, changes fucking shit that ever existed in the fucking EU that Disney fucking abandoned. That's all he so, does. so, Matt, so Max, Disney basically gave Anakin Skywalker like an apprentice, uh, right, named... right, in the little cartoon show they had for like five year olds, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, okay, and then. And then they so they've made a live action series. Like she's been around and for five year olds, and, and five year olds are the ones that really like it, right? Because if there's well, a whole bunch of grown men that are upset about it on the internet, I'm gonna be laughing at them. Well, yeah, because they have to know it's bad by like I'm sorry, Star Wars fans, but you have to know it's gonna be bad by now. It's been, yeah, dude, been bad you could be forgiven, you could be forgiven from the first one Disney made. You might even be forgiven for the second or third, but by this point in time, you have to know that Disney's going to do you dirty. Disney's had 10 years and hasn't been do anything good. Right. Yet. Right. So you know, and so it's, it's like all shit, bro. And they keep kind of they keep like fucking up their own story. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just it's just you know, I'm just like, um, if but you want more of the same, watch. and it's you want it to not be very good, I guess it makes people happy. No, I want it to be good, but it's not good. It's not yeah, good. yeah. Well, everybody wants it to be good, right? But there's a subset of people that seem to not care that it's not very good, and they they lap it up anyway. And yeah, you know, more power to them. Because otherwise, yeah, why media... are they making it? You know. Yeah, I think Somebody's the popular shit. <sighs> Bro, I don't know. I'm not no. Disney. I tried to work for them. They they threw my ass out. So I, I uh like I'll like I'll give you a perfect example of a franchise I love that like I love the John Wick movies, but now that they're doing the yep. content now that they're doing like the continental and all the spin-offs, I I really don't But we it's... haven't seen it. Let it come out. Let's do our debate when it comes out. Let's see how it goes. Okay. Sure. I do agree with the ending they gave John Wick. But yeah, yeah, no, so do I. That that was poetic. I loved it. What yeah. what I'm saying though is like John Wick is good. The, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. My apologies. All I'm go. saying is like I don't want John Wick. Like it's perfect the way it is. I don't want it to become Star Wars where it's just like mass. No, you know, everything needs to be a fucking... of a show that they're doing. It's based in the 1970s. With Winston, with his upbringing, which is really so, fucking cool. Yes, I, I do and, like the concept. I, and look, it wasn't the greatest, but I, I like the idea. When I say not the greatest, I saw the trailer for it, and a lot of people downshit it. 
I'm going, look, it's supposed to be the 1970s. I, I lived. I was born in that. Some of the shit I saw in that trailer, I liked. Okay? So, I'm hoping they do bring out the grittiness of the 1970s cities of New England. Yeah. That shit, because that's where it's supposed to be based out of. And then when they finally do, yes, there is a John Wick 5, but it's not like, oh, it's a second. No. So John Wick 5 is him a couple years back with his, uh, do you remember the female? She played in Harry Bridget Potter. Bridget Moynihan. Or, yes. She played in Harry Potter. So it's going to be about her. <laughs> okay. And he's in it, but it's, the movie's about her. So it's really not John Wick 5. It's her movie. And I'm hoping it's a really good fucking movie for her to fucking make. Dude, I like her. I think she's a badass chick. I want to see her do some badass shit because, uh, dude, she had a bad ending and fucking her character. And what does it be? Her character or her character need to be doing that shit in fucking um, Game of Thrones? No. I, you know, she got killed off, whatever. You know, Hodor, Hodor's a little whore chick. And then. Uh, Oh, her. her. Yeah, her. She's she's in fucking the John Wick. She's in John Wick 4 and, and part of 3. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. She's her, his cousin, her his Russian cousin. The fifth movie, The Ballerina, is about her. John Wick's in it, and it's a few years back, and they already filmed it. Yeah. Keanu's done. He's 56, dude. He's fucking done with these. Yeah. Dude, I'm 50. I can fucking attest. I I, I take naps all the time. <laughs> dude, it, it, you do. And it, well, it, yeah. It, 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 when you're like 47, 48, 6 ish, you don't realize it. Then you start like creeping up 48, 49. You're like, it, 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 dude, it's Nap City, bro. That's, well, that's, that's also why I don't. Uh, crap on Robert Downey Jr. for retiring. For him to be, for him to have been Iron Bro, Man for as long dude, as he was. I'm be honest. I did, I saw Oppenheimer. I didn't know it was him in it. Not until yeah, somebody told me. Yeah, no, was, I've I've heard. You know, that. like what the fuck? Wow, fellas, I want to interrupt this conversation real quick because I can't keep doing Thank this God. thirty seconds. Thirty seconds in. <laughs> In the fucking chat, and then uh, it glitches out for another 45 seconds. So I got to go. But it has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, nice Wolverine, it's nice to meet you too, sir. Chat, I've missed you. Sammy, Max, I've missed you fucking handsome bastards the most. Yeah, come give you... us a visit soon. Yeah, I, I intend to do so, actually. Uh, hopefully, uh, assuming my computer doesn't blow up. But... You do sound great, and I'm glad to have you back. Man. Thanks, man. So. I appreciate that very much. And I love you guys. Y'all have a great night. All right. Good night, sir. You too. Later. So I just said thank God because I got nothing to add because I haven't watched any of the films and I don't intend to until a long time from now, if any if ever. Because I just stopped watching everything about 10 no, years no ago. Opinion. Yeah. yeah, I was I was like, thank God, because I got absolutely nothing to say on this. It's not even I'm like, it's not like I'm like, oh, I think John Wicks are going to be bad movies. It's like, I just I just don't watch anything now because I'm just so fucking done with uh, the entertainment no, industry. Called no opinion. Yeah.
you don't want it in your life and i understand that there's certain things i have no opinion of and i want it in my life and i don't watch it there's yeah. nothing wrong yeah. with that that's pretty much every film that comes out now for me i'm just like yeah. never. i yeah. got better things to do i'm out there running i'm out there fucking taking my no, I, I feel like an old man i, I watch stuff i watch tv shows from the 1980s for the most part almost all the time so day. so here's the weird thing though so so do i like i like most of my shows that i watch i'm i'm watching magnum pi right <laughs> now and and i actually like that explains so, a lot actually so i i grew up literally living in hawaii when magnum pi came out yeah well yeah. no so here's so here's the other thing like when i'm dating when i'm going out on a date with woman with women and like she asks like what my favorite music like all of my favorite music is from my dad's era at least. So yeah, I'm an old because they created it. They didn't have look, so for the most part, a lot of these like takes away from today. They're not making their music. The music is already uh, made. Sam, uh, I hate to interrupt, but I do got to cut and run at this point. Uh, I've been a little, little long for my wife's taste. Yeah, that, yeah, that's fine. I'm gonna wrap it up here in a bit. Oh, I will, a, uh, a brother. I will talk to you soon. Uh, y'all have fun. Later, All brother. Right. Have a good evening. So, uh, yeah, you were saying though about the music. No, uh, the the, the TV shows, the music. It 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 was. Not say it was like that era, but in that era of that that few year time span, from like the late seventies through the mid eighties, late eighties, before electronics came in, yeah, became digital. TV shows were original, storylines were original. You had studios creating stuff around, like just regular. Uh, it's like studio names. I don't know much. I mean, I'm not, but what I know is, right. what I know is that you had, you had four channels, okay? Three yeah. or four channels, and they all did their own shit, and so you had your your Magna PIs and your Magna PI TV spinoffs, or not just spinoffs, but you had the TV shows that worked off each other. Like, there were a few episodes of, of Magna PI and Simon and Simon, and uh, Hawaii 5.0, yeah, well, yeah. Well, well, Hawaii 5.0 was like years before Magna yeah. PI. Right. But, but but there were shows, uh, like there's a few episodes of Magna PI where you'll find a couple of shows from that same network that, that intertangle. Yeah, they uh, did crossovers. Like Simon and Simon, and uh, I think it was, uh, anyways, that was one of them. And so it was awesome. We would sit home we would watch these things and we were like amazed. And, you know, here I am as a nine year old, 10 year old watching this shit and we're, we're blown away. And, you know, yeah, man, you know, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was so cool, dude. It really was. And then living in Hawaii time. Uh, so if you were lucky enough and you knew when, and they let you like sit at the sidelines and, they would cut off entire sections of, of certain streets in Honolulu with it or other areas of Hawaii and they'd film episodes of, of, of Magnum PI. And it was you'd see fucking Thomas in, in his head popping out of the top of the fucking fryer. He's like driving through, coming out, doing his lines and blah blah blah. Get out. And bro, Tom Selleck, 
so down to earth. He, he'd, he'd start talking to the crowd, start talking to people. You know, so fucking cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Good dude. You know? Yeah. No, I've I've heard I've heard great stories about uh, Tom Sucker. I've also heard pretty good stories about Clint Eastwood when he was mayor of. Uh, I knew people who actually Tom lived Tom, in. Not Tom Sucker. Clint Eastwood is. Dude, Clint Eastwood is like a guy. So yeah. like the first fucking first real story of Clint Eastwood I heard was uh, dude like um dude you, you know he survived so he, I think I think he was he was his first time. So when he was in the military, it still wasn't the Air Force; it was the Army Air Corps. Right. And he survived an Army Air Corps um, air crash. Yeah. In uh, and then like um, in some other stuff, and uh, so the dude literally was like just just a regular guy, but he, he could get shit done, man, and fucking tell him, motherfucker, you know? I yeah, mean, his. His son uh, Scott is, is pretty intelligent too. I mean, every oh, it runs in the family. I mean, it's like the guy's smart as fuck, and like Clint Eastwood is probably one of America's best movie makers ever. He's but, my he's my favorite uh, director. I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to share with you. I I wrote like so. I took I took like a bunch of film classes in college since I'm a writer since I'm a writing major i wrote like i wrote two dissertations on clint east what right. i was in when i was in school yeah he's the the dollars trilogy is easily one of my favorite uh yeah. film franchises as is uh as is dirty hair harry so yeah, a, lot, a lot of people don't realize they go oh he just did westerns no they're a lot of his westerns are tied into each other like yeah people don't know that shit it's like well well unforgiven too is fucking oh my that's my favorite western unforgiven i mean it's just I, dude it's like it's like it's down to the palm it's like holy fuck a badass well un well unforgiven not a lot of people know this but unforgiven was one of the inspirations for red dead redemption um really the, i didn't yeah. i mean it it, it sounds Okay. I I don't know if I don't know if that's true, but that's what I that's what I heard. Well, it makes sense whether it's true or not. You know, they had it had some like a lot of the westerns that we've all made. If it's not true, a lot of them had some type of fucking boom on Red Dead Redemption because yeah, bro, shit, what shit was rough then, and you know, shit like that went down like that. Oh yeah, just did. But by, by the way, I'm. Sp- by the way, for those who are asking, I'm not gonna buy the fifty dollar, uh, you know, quote unquote re- remaster that uh, Rockstar that they can. No, I've I've played it. and I'm done. You know, there's there's nothing I could even want to want to do more I, with Red Dead, but yeah, I I still play number two, but I'm not. I played number one 13 years ago when it first came out. It's you know what I want. I want, if not them, I want them. I want somebody to do something like where you just let's go rob a fucking train. Yeah, well, that was you and used to be able to do, do that. Like you just improve on how you rob a train and rob bigger trains. You know, oh, that's what oh, I yeah. want to do. Yeah, yeah. So, 
All right, man. Well, I think uh, it's, you know. Time to call it, man. It's time to call it. So uh, thanks for showing up. I I realized things got a lot of heat between you and Mac. No, I I mean, your friend's a dickhead. That's the way mass holes are. No, no, he is. He's calling me out. I didn't call him out for one single thing he was doing, but he wanted to call every single thing I was doing. But that's because that's the dickhead he is. So, you know what? Fuck him. He is such a dick. He does that with me uh, a lot too. Well, that's just type of person he is. So. This is nothing personal. Me telling this room, but so Max, if you're watching, from the best of my heart, down to my heart, suck a dick. But I mean that from just being a, a nice guy. So suck my dick and go fuck yourself. I understand you, but yeah, much, much love. <laughs> fuck you. All right. Well. uh are we doing the cocktail lounge that I, I missed last week? I don't run it. And then, dude, we almost barely did. Dude, it was me and two people. Yeah. Nobody showed up because goddamn Jed said it's not happening. Then he turns it on. He goes, hey, where's everybody? And I'm like, because you said nobody was doing this shit, you dumbass. Well, yeah. So what happened So what happened last week was I uh, was – Jed was like – Jed was like, uh, it got canceled. So then, so then I was like, great. I'm being a pussy. So, so I'm like, great. I'm going to take a phone call then. So I, I, I did. And then in the midst of my phone call, which like, which ended up going for like two hours, uh, Jed was like, I'm, you know, come on. And, uh, I'm like, I'm on the phone. So, Anna. but, but, but dude, no, you're good. Everybody's good. Jed told for like, five six hours beforehand it's not happening 